from downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, there's a big Super Mario Maker update with all sorts of new suits and worlds now. This May, I can't wait to code everything in condiments. World maps! Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 216. We are your hosts. This is a show brought to you by Nintendo fans like yourself, which is us. And uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey, sibling with another Quilling Johnson. I'm Jeremy, number two with a Tetromino, Mikowski. I'm John, weird beard vendor. The weirdest beard. And hello, we are here podcasting from, well, we always podcast from different areas, but, you know, here we are doing it again in the middle of this corona outbreak. I don't really have, we've been having Corona update at the beginning, but I don't really have anything to say because my life is the same every day. Time is a flat circle, kids. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> all, every day, every hour is the same. It's all the same, except for maybe all in, circles. except for an Animal Crossing when, again. when Nook Cran, when Nook's Cranny closed at 10 o'clock. That's the only thing you need to worry about anymore, kids, is that day. And when you have to certify for your unemployment, I guess. But yeah, I'm, at, I'm doing great in the video game world though, so there you go. <laughs> I'm I'm beating some games. Do you guys have anything to update on the crisis right now? Corona. 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 I am uh, reemployed. Yeah, kind of. So I officially went back to work right. today. Yeah, and uh, I guess my. My job was able to get a hold of the small one of the small business loans, which is really good for this business. You know, it's a it's a. I imagine they're doing pretty well at this point, but they've just got the two stores. And, you know, they they just hit ten years old as a business. And really cool bosses. I really like my bosses, so I'm super happy they got hold of that loan. And they're giving it all to the. They're giving seventy five percent of it to the employees as payroll, as back payroll, and to make sure they get paid. A, up until at least the middle of June, if that's as far as it goes. Oh, okay. That's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So, but they asked me to work and like, I'm going to work because I was ready to go back to work and it's a little different now and the way everything's going down there is different because, you know, we just have a lot more precautions and it's carry out and delivery only. So there's literally four to five people in the building tops and it's a giant building at any time and we're spaced out and we all have masks on and we always wear gloves and we talk, but we like talking across the restaurant at each other, you know, and, uh, we've all got our stations we stick to. So it's really weird, but yeah, it, it definitely is, is a good way to work. And then de- people definitely want the food. Like we sent a lot of food out today and for a Wednesday. How was that working in a kitchen where usually you're walking back and forth, brushing by each other? It's How weird. Is it in that kind like of I said, it's very strange. It's like 
it's just another thing that feels post-apocalyptic. Like, sure, there's still restaurants, but they operate this way now. Like, we can't hug each other. We can't really like, because like, that's the first time other than I mean, you shouldn't you know, hug and cook. Partner I mean, Shauna, like, I haven't seen anybody else in, in person, um, other than well, grocery store. The two times I've gone to the grocery store, but you know, for over a month. So like, seeing these people I hadn't seen a couple of my coworkers today, I, I wanted to hug them and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, like, let's go get a drink. Like, you just want you just like that was just that overwhelming feeling in my in my stomach and my soul. Sure. But we just had to disperse, you know, once it, once it was over. Still, it's cool. So starting next week, I'm going to be working mostly pretty close to full time, but I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go down. I think it's kind of being figured out day to day, week to week, but there's enough of demand, enough of a demand that it went from being open a couple of days a week to now they're back. They're going to be back to seven days a week, still reduced hours, but still, but you can get food any day. Yeah. Yeah. That's my big difference for the week, but yeah, I actually don't start until next week, so I've still got another week of, you know, I worked a I worked a double shift today, so it was a pretty long shift, but now I have a week to try to get back to a normal sleep schedule or something like that. Yeah, and you'll pick up your regular schedule that you had before, like the same days or whatever. Uh, it's the same days except for I won't work Mondays anymore, so I'll have three days off a week instead of two. But two of the days I work doubles, so it ends up being close to, it's like between, pretty close to 35, maybe it might get closer to 40 if there's a lot of extra work to do. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about some of these Nintendo-related coronavirus stuff here? Yes. Well, the production of the Pokemon anime has officially been put on hold, so that's pretty major, I guess. They're not animating any of whatever the new Pokemon is, so that's... Something reruns in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> weren't they? I, I thought they were going to put some of that out for free, is what I heard, or or for free, as in like, I don't know, on one of their streaming services. When I was there, you could watch. There were a lot of anime on Netflix, but you couldn't watch any of them in English. Like you couldn't watch any English subtitles. It was only in Japanese. There was not an option for that. But most of their, a lot of the, a lot of the other streaming services don't work. Like Hulu doesn't work there. It's like only an American service. So a lot of the things that are on like Hulu and Amazon Prime and stuff like that are on Netflix in Japan. So you get a lot more stuff there. Looks like a lot of the CBS All Access stuff was on Netflix in other countries. Same with like uh, the Ghibli movies and stuff like that. So I don't know, but I, that is pretty major if they shut down a animation thing. So yeah, it's just further proof that everything's going to be delayed. For a while. Yeah, this whole this whole year is delayed. I think is what, mm-hmm. uh, but that won't yeah. that won't stop Nintendo from uh, from giving us free stuff, which is kind of what we wanted to talk about this episode. But we'll save that for the topic, of course, after the break. But if you guys are done with your coronaviruses, we can talk about some other games, some other Nintendo games that we've been playing. Uh, GameStop yeah, no. wants to reopen some stores in those in those states that are that want to reopen. The state, and that's yeah. Now, now that's going to happen at the end of April, right? It's not going to happen like yet. I guess end of April is now. It's like in a week, Coming so we're yeah, pretty much now. there. So I guess that sounds like not a great idea. But opening any of the states, I think, is not a great idea right now. I agree. You should maybe yeah, at least wait just for some. Your state yeah. is open doesn't mean necessarily that you should open or that you are escaping culpability for what will happen. You can't just say, oh, the state opened back up. 
GameStop is making the decision to put its employees and its customers back at risk. So, I mean, Game- yeah, just further yeah. evidence. As I was saying before the, the show started, I was kind of neutral on GameStop before. You know, I didn't feel one way or another so much about them, but all this news that's coming out about them and how they're behaving with this virus just makes me not like them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm not a particular fan of GameStop because I always got shit from them for my for my choice in video games because most of the people were idiots that work there that I knew. Uh, aside from a couple, there are a couple people that were nice, but I mean, most of them were pretty dumb and pretty shitty towards their customers, which I was like, okay. So I was never really a huge fan of GameStop. I mean, it was nice that some of them you could get some obscure games at, but. I don't know. I don't really, I don't really miss going there. You know, I don't collect pop figures, so it's not like I need to go. I do. I do kind of miss. I mean, I miss going to places and get amiibo, but I always had better luck with Toys R Us, and I think the workers were nicer there when that was still open. I miss the idea of GameStop, like back when you know before it bought out. Well, you were before it became yeah. what it was when it bought out all the other stores. So, like thinking back to something like Funko Land, like that was cool. Yeah, and mean, it was very yeah, similar to what cool. GameStop was, but well, it's the same. You could company. go in there and just like it was yeah. like a record store, a comic store. You could just like chat with the with the employees and just mm-hmm. loiter and walk around and talk about games. And I ended up getting hired there because I did that. Yeah, you, know, you worked there. <laughs> job. You worked in was it a GameStop or was it called a different thing? Was it called like Funko Land or Babbage's? It was when I lived in uh Oh right Northwest Indiana. I remember you saying that. Yeah, Yeah, when Trey, you were there with me when we were like hanging out. Yeah, yeah, we went there. Those guys were yeah, those guys were nice. (laughs) Yeah. I think I got more shit from people in Chicago, I guess, about my choices. Yeah, those people were cool. But that was like that was Funko Land, that wasn't GameStop. Yeah. But they were all they were all under the same umbrella. Like if you got if you got a receipt, it had had like all the names on there, like Babbage's. I don't know if GameStop existed then, or if they did, they had not bought out Funko yeah. Land at that point. Well, I remember getting bags that had all of the names on them that said like Babbage's, Funko Land, Software, Software, etc., GameStop. They were like all well, on there. So this I was think, like 2002, so who knows? Maybe we'd have to look it up. I mean, this was in like 97, I think, that I, that I oh, saw. Really? So I figured they were all under the same umbrella. Oh, I They were all kind of owned by each other. Or maybe GameStop wasn't in there yet, but all those other ones were, like Babbage's and Electronics, Electronics Boutique, Boutique. And, and Funko Land. It like had all the different names on there. So I figured they were all one entity and that they just became GameStop because everybody was confused. But I may be wrong on that. Because, yeah, we had, a, we had a, a Babbage's in the mall that we went to. And, yeah, their prices were outrageous. <laughs> they were not the what I think you were supposed to be charging for video games at the time, but... That was really all we had. And it was the only place you could go to that had, like, you know, projected release dates for games and stuff like that, which I don't think they were ever really right. But but they would print out these pages for you that just had a whole bunch of release dates on them. So I remember that. And you could look at that stuff and whatever, try to decide what game you're going to get. I um, I do I do remember Funko Land having really cheap NES games. And, of course, this was 2002, so... Uh, take oh, that yeah. with a grain of salt but i just remember like games were like i think mario 75 Duck Hunt was like yeah 50 cents or something like that like they were cheap and i bought a lot of games back mm-hmm. then like even then even though i was broke i could still afford that oh yeah because they were really cheap back when they were whatever yeah i think you bought i feel like you bought me like f-zero x for like 50 cents or something from somewhere or what or, or five bucks or it was cheap you bought me you bought me a copy of it the 64 Jeremy did. Yeah. 
I did find it for pretty cheap. I don't yeah. remember when that was. And, and you also bought me you. you also bought me the infamous Michael Jordan cast in the Windy City card, uh, cartridge, which I'm sure <laughs> you paid less than a dollar for that. that I hope you did. Land. I don't remember. Yeah, that, I'm sure that one was dirt cheap, too. That one oh, was yes. legendary for being a using a Michael Jordan license in a weird way. That could <laughs> that could be in our licensed episode. I didn't even think about that game. So that's probably a great one. To spoil some spoil some Patreon here. So uh on the subject of games, we'll talk about some games. <laughs> so I made a agreement with myself and with my wife about that I can pay that I can spend a sixty dollars a month on games. That's what we oh, decided. Okay. So I'm gonna allow myself okay. the price of a whole game a month. So so that's so that's what I did. So I put sixty dollars in my in the eShop and I bought a couple things. It was I was originally gonna buy the Trials of Mana game that came that comes out next that comes out this Friday actually for fifty. But this little game called Streets of Rage Four is coming out like the week after that. So I felt like that was more important than Trials of Mana, the remake. Nice. Plus I already have Trials of Mana on any on Super Nintendo, on Super Famicom. And I can just play that version. You know, I'm enjoying that version right now. So I'm like, I can just play the rest of that. I don't necessarily need the new upgraded 3D version, whatever. So that's what I decided. But because of Kevin's talk last week about the last fight and how much intriguing that game is, I ended up buying that game. So I did buy another game. I bought last fight. It was 1999. It's, uh, it's, a, 3D, it's a 3D fighting game, like very much, very much what Kevin said. Like Power Stone. I never played Power Stone, so I don't know. But sure, I guess. Honestly, I never did either. <laughs> I just heard people compare it. I mean, it feels it kind of feels more like Streets of Rage, but like but like 3D and and top down, you know. But it's like, but you're not like going through and fighting a bunch of guys. You're just fighting one guy. But you can. But there's stuff in the levels that's interactive that you can pick up. Like there's like, say there's a TV like in the corner. You can like pick up the TV and throw it at the guy. You know, that's that, cool. That type of thing. So. So um yeah and you can and there's also power ups that you get where you get enough of them you turn into this different super character that has different moves and it's basically like you have your regular attack you have a super attack you have um you have a jump and then you have a grab move and that's like the four major buttons and then there's like dodge and block or like LNR and the game the game's cool it's based off of a French comic or something the whole game is in French by the way you can't change the the language I think it's French I don't know they're not speaking English but they are speaking there is like spoken word in it, but it's not English. So that kind of threw me off. And also the game is fucking balls hard and there's not a there's not really a tutorial in there and there's not really a way to change the difficulty either. Like they kind of throw you right into it and it's like, "Oh, I'm getting my ass kicked like big time." Cuz those the computer players come right at you and they don't and you know, if you're just coming into it, I guess I think there's like a tutorial screen that will basically explain to you what the buttons do and stuff, but there's not really like I don't feel it really like, you know, helps you get into it. It's just kind of just like throws you right into the lion's den. It's like, hey, uh, you're getting your ass beat. Better learn how to play like right now. But I, I managed to make it through the story mode. There's two main characters. I made it through one of the story modes for one of the characters. Once you kind of figure out what what it is, it's you know, find kind of get your way around. But I thought it was hard the whole way through. But but yeah, I mean, I could see it being a really fun like multiplayer game like that was a big thing and there is online for it but there's no as far as i can tell you can't play with your friends it's just a random ranked battle where it just throws you in against random opponents 
And there's not like a there's not like a casual non ranked. It's just ranked. That's like where the online stuff is. And there's a and there's a ton of characters in there. And I wish, as far as I can tell, there's only two story modes just for the two main characters. And I think there's like ten characters total. But they're all pretty much off the wall, like uh, you know, comic booky type characters, that type of thing. There's like a there's like a fish there's like a fish man guy, and there's like a alien robot dude, and like this other you know, this it's kind of off the wall. But yeah, apparently it was a comic that's been around for a while that was turned into this game. But I don't know. I mean, it's I'm glad I checked it out. I wish it had like an easier that I could set it on easy or something, or at least like a tutorial mode or a practice mode or something like that to get used to it, you know, instead of just kind of throwing yourself into it. But I could see it be really being really fun with like a couple people. I haven't tra- tried the online yet. I just played the regular computer. But that's what I got for my new game. I also went for that Toe Jam and Earl game for for you, John, because yeah. Because it was so cheap, it was three seventy four. I have not, I've not tried it yet. No, just because I had, I was trying to get through this other game that I beat this week, so I didn't get to it. But I will I try. I thought it. about it, but I just bought two Toe Jam and Earl games recently. Sure, but, but, but this one is online, online, right? And you can play with your friends. That. that that's what kind yeah, of so on and do a stream. Yeah, it's so. Is there three player? It does support. Uh, I believe Earl it does support and... up to four yeah. players. Is there another? There's girlfriends on the game too. Oh, okay, Ooh. you can be the girlfriends, or you can be you can be the modern Toe Jam and Earl or classic Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, oh, there's different ones. Well, yeah, there's probably the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I do own the soundtrack already because I got it like way back when for whenever that game came out. When I think that was, wasn't that the last episode we had Janet on? Actually, she had a Twitter live stream the other day that I just randomly stumbled on and I kind of talked to her through that and she said that she still wants to be on the show. So we need to. Oh, we cool. Need to bug her. Oh, cool. Need to bug her about that. I didn't that. know if she could be. I didn't know if she could either. Yeah. Well, I mentioned she said she wanted to be in podcast again. And I said, hey, you want to be, you can be on our show again. And she said, sure. But I haven't followed up about it yet. I don't know what, you know, I know she's still working from home at IGN and all that. So, but hopefully we could have her back on. That'd be great. That'd but, be great. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I ended up getting that just because it was so cheap. It's like 374 And I was like, yeah, I, I, yeah, it'll give us another thing to play online for a stream or something. So, but I haven't, I haven't played it yet. But, yeah, that's my plan. So I play, so that's $23, $24, whatever that I spent on those two games. And then I'm holding 25 for Streets of Rage 4 when that comes out. The actual, they, they did actually say what the, what the real release date is. And that's the 30th. Um, it, it did say projected release date on the eShop that we saw before, but now it has an official one. There is no pre-purchase for it yet. Otherwise I would preload it and just have it ready, but I can't download it yet. But I was just going to put all the, just put the money on that. So out of my 60 bucks, that's only 50 bucks. So what I'm hoping is that I can hold over the $10, the extra $10, use that with some of my points to get the uh, pod racing game, the Star Wars one that comes out next week. And uh, of course, the big one, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, the remake at the end of the month. So that's my that's my plan for the next two months. So, okay, so is your $60 from now until a month from now, or is it to the end of April, and then you have a new $60 in May? That's kind of how I was doing it, where it was like, this $60 is for April, okay. and this, and then... And, and you then, haven't been buying games and stuff, so... Yeah, so yeah, that, that's what I, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll spend $60 a month, and my six, and I put I put $60 in the eShop. That's less than $2 a day, most Yeah, I, I, I straight up put 60 bucks in there, I'm like, okay, this is my 60 bucks for April, and then when it gets to May, I'll add another sixty bucks for you know for the um whatever and 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 if don't it, buy any games for like five or six months and you can get one of those like the, was the NBA 
<laughs> the one that was like the years. deluxe yeah <laughs> the, the deluxe edition, edition. i don't okay 18 yeah i don't i don't want those <laughs> you deserve it trey i don't want the that's deluxe what... edition of nba <laughs> but yeah that's so that's that's my plan that's my plan right now for unemployment that's a good i mean i think that's a good plan and you're being you're still like even though your things are a little better the prospects aren't quite as dark as they were a couple or you know as dismal as they were a couple weeks yeah ago. But i mean i'm getting thinking like yeah, yeah. Gotta, I gotta be careful. And you got that back catalog still. I do, yeah. Right. But that's what to try to keep myself sane because it's really annoying that I can't buy anything and I also can't work to have money to buy things. That really annoys me. Yeah. But and we are we are, we tend sixty to be bucks. Pretty, I think is frugal. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I mean, and, it, and there's one big release a month. You know. Yeah. So it makes sense to right. have at sixty. Well, I was trying to find a way to like keep myself from going insane, pretty much. So. Give me something to look yeah. forward to, and I really and I really wanted to get the Xenoblade Chronicles remake, of course. So I was trying to like, I was like, well, I'm going to get that one for sure, and that was my plan. And I was like, I'll just plan around that. There's another game that I want in May that that we'll announce when we get to like new game announcements or whatever. And I thought maybe if I got some extra birthday money, I could allow that. But we'll see how it goes. But yeah, no, I'm I'm making about through unemployment with the extra added 600. I'm making kind of about what I would do if I was just delivering and working at the bar. So it's not that bad. It's still kind of weird, but, you know, whatever. So I figured that out as of right now, and I just got paid a couple of days ago. I was trying to work that into the budget, paid some bills off and shit, that type of thing. So that's what's going on with that. But as far as the backlog stuff, as Jeremy was saying, I um I beat Lu- Luigi's Mansion 3 last night. Wow. After uh, after running into a crazy boss glitch before <laughs> at the end there. Which was, uh, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, I posted a video of it, but... I, ver- I, I didn't remember the boss fight enough to really know what was going on, other than it did just kind of seem like he was like in an animation loop. Oh, no, I mean, I, mine like completely broke, because it's the very... I mean, this is minor spoilers, so anybody who hasn't beat, beat Luigi or whatever, I mean, tune back in in like 10, minute, 10 minutes or something. You can like fast forward through your podcast machine. But uh, I'll be back in ten minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm not going to tell that. The experience of the game is playing the game. I think it's more about the journey than the destination. I guess it wasn't. It definitely wasn't my favorite boss of the game for sure. I was not a huge fan of the final boss of this game. I don't know how you felt about it, Jeremy, but I didn't necessarily like him. I liked the boss before that. I thought that boss was cooler. The boss before that was kind of frustrating, but once you figured it out, it was pretty cool. Well, I like the last one because you had to, you pretty much had to control Guigi and Luigi at the same time. And I thought that was really cool. And I liked what you had to do in that one. But after that, you know, you get Mario, you go and find, you go and find the portrait, the, the peach portrait. And then you fight King Boo, of course, because you knew King Boo was the bad guy. He's the one who attacks you in the beginning of the game. You knew, you knew he He's was coming. Always been the bad guy. And I, and I figured that you were going to fight on the rooftop because why would you go through so many levels of a fucking mansion if you're not going to have a rooftop fight? That would just be a, dis- a, dis- a disappointment if that didn't happen. But anyway, there's three forms of the King Boo. And the last one, he turns into three, three ghosts. And, you know, you basically have to dodge three ghosts at once. And I was having a hard time with the, with the target detection about throwing the bomb at him. That was what was really irritating me about the game, about that guy. But basically what was happening when I, you get to the final one and there's a countdown for, I won't, I won't say what the reason is for because that's more spoilers. But so anyway, there's a three minute countdown and you have to beat the final form of it in these three minutes. And when I was playing it the first time, basically one of the boos disappeared and then the other two boos kind of almost became one boo. And all they did was just move back and forth. 
and they stopped attacking me. They just moved back and forth, and that was it. So I can't, I can't attack him anymore because, the you know, you have to return. He'll like throw a bomb at you that you have to shoot back at him, and he just stopped attacking me. So the game, the the boss just like totally glitched out on me, and thankfully there was a timer there, so I could wait for the timer to go on, go down, and I had one of the ghost bones that'll bring you back, one of the dog bones, you know, that'll bring you back to life. It's basically the same as like having a fairy in, in Legend of Zelda. And I had that, and I just had to wait for the timer to go down, and then I came back to life, and then the ghost was okay, and then I had to fight it normally. But it sucked, because I was having a really hard time getting there. Like, it has it has this part where once you rescue Mario, it says, you know, it has they do this in a lot of RPGs, too, where it's like, if you want to go to the next part, you can't come back. So are you afraid? Are, are you sure you're going to go through this? You know, are you sure that you want to go through this door? Because once you go through there, you can't go back. And I accidentally said yes because I did. I did because I didn't realize that I wanted to go back to the lab and get some more fairies, you know, dog, mm-hmm. ghost dogs, or whatever, like from Zelda. And I didn't do that. So the first time through, I died a couple times, and I'm like, okay, fuck this. So I went and reloaded the autosave before I went through that door, and then I went and got the extra lives. But I didn't die at all after that, except for that time when the ghost glitched out on me and I couldn't fight him, and I had to wait for it to count down and restart. So I technically lost a life there, but. But yeah, Luigi's Mansion is a great game. It still remains my number two on the list. I had a blast with it. I think the levels are incredible. Like I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed like the like the pyramid, the tomb, the the uh, the one with the mummies, and like the pirate level was really cool too. Like there's just I don't know. I felt like they really hit it out of the park with that game. Like it was really like like let's go crazy. And I felt like they just yeah they just really did it well. And it was, and, and playing it with the Bluetooth headphones really made a difference because I could hear the soundtrack is incredible. Like I didn't understand, I didn't, I don't think I noticed how good it was until I started listening to it through headphones and I caught some extra stuff. Like I was exporting one of the, uh, toads, like I was trying to, you know, get him out, get him back to the dude in the lab and all that. And out of nowhere, he yells, I'm the winner. And, and, and that was funny. I laughed at that because it reminded me of, uh, of the Mario Kart, I'm the best, you know? And it was like, there was no reason for it. He just said it out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, that's funny. But yeah, the sound was great. I think it's one of the best looking games on Switch too, especially from the Nintendo side. Like everything looks incredible on it. And I'm I'm glad that I waited to beat it on the on the 4K TV because it looks really, really nice on it. So yeah, that that's was... one of the games I think, like, you know, I've got that 60 bucks at, uh, at that evil company GameStop. Oh yeah, you do because you bought two get Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing that yeah, I, I bought or do I exchange it for a different game? I, I keep leaning toward the Luigi's Mansion. It's a good game. It's a lot of fun. I hope I didn't spoil it too much for you. I mean, once you, when you play like two seconds of the game, you know King Boo's going to be the boss because you see him at the very beginning of the game. It's not really, there's not really a whole lot of uh, twists. In Do the, you remember in the plot. what, did it show what your final time was? Was it around like 20 hours? I think it was 25 hours. Yeah. So it's, I think it's worth 60 bucks for that. And it's a really good, it's well, an enjoyable game. Yeah. Like, all the different floors are, Everything's different. They're very different, yeah. yeah. And I yeah, love everything how... everything changes as you go. Yeah. So in a way, like, to me, it kind of felt like... I couldn't believe I had played it for that long. But the thing is that I spread it out over several months and played a few levels at a time. And it's a good game. I highly, I recommend it. Yeah, I didn't feel like any of it... I mean, there's some parts, you know, there's some parts where they, like... The people would say they're sort of padding it, I guess. But it didn't really bother me. I won't... There's ma- a little bit of... Yeah, a little bit of backtracking, but I didn't yeah. find it too obnoxious. I saw people, some people complain about it, but it didn't bother me. And some people said that they felt like the 
play control got old, but I didn't feel like that at all. Like I, I love the play control. I love, I love hunting the ghosts and all that. So it was, it was a little weird at first, but Luigi's mansion was always weird. Like, yeah, I mean, had to get used to it. And then once you did, like it was second nature and that happened eventually in that game. For me. Yeah, I mean, you basically have to know, uh, yeah, that's, it's not your regular game. That's why I think it's so incredible about it. It's such a different game. And it almost feels like a kind of like a point and click at times. You know, we're mm-hmm. just like you're looking through things and you're interacting with different stuff in the in the mansion, you know, and you're not really fighting anything or you're trying to find the ghost, you know, to fight next. But a lot of it is like just exploring and looking for stuff and all that. And Janet's uh, guide on IGN actually really helped me out a lot. So uh, thanks, Janet. <laughs> I read that a few times because there were some parts where I was like, what the fuck is happening here? So yeah. I did have to look at the guide because there were some some pretty some major head scratchers in there for uh, for puzzles that I just could not figure out. But yeah, no, it's I I, I li- really liked it and it's still it's still in the same spot as I said. I enjoyed it. It was it was a blast to play. Looks really good. Sounds really good. So that's another one. I've I've beat a game every week and what I wanted to what I wanted to say on the show and I'll put it up on the community page and stuff like that. I was going to put out a poll about which game I should play next cuz I'm kind of at a I mean, there's a lot of ones I want to play through, but I'm not really sure which one to go on. I'm like, should I like dive headfirst into The Witcher? I played a little bit of that, or should I like try to jump back into like Fire Emblem or like Dragon Quest Builders or Pokemon? Even you know, those are four from my top ten list that I was thinking about which one I should go into. So I'll put that up on the site if any if people want to vote. You can help me sway. I'll put it on my Twitter as well, Nintendo underscore domain. So. You can vote on that for me to decide which one I'll try to beat by next week. I'm trying to beat a game a week and I've done good so far. And even if even if it's like end of the Witcher ends up being too too long, I'm I'm pretty close to being done with Turok two or like Sonic Lost World, so I could probably just beat those in a day if I needed to. But I want to keep the keep it going. And I actually have I mean, technically I have two beats this week because I beat last last fight one time through. I mean it's an arcade fighter. I beat through you know the story mode, arcade mode, whatever. So I saw the credits for that, and I saw the credits for Luigi's Mansion. So I have two games there. So yeah, that's that's my that's what's keeping me sane in this time. It's just uh, trying to stay, you know, trying to beat a game a week and play all that massive backlog that I have, and you know, get a couple of indies on the side, you know, because I like supporting those. And actually, I finally got charged for my uh, Sea of Stars Kickstarter. So there was another purchase that I made before the coronavirus shit happened, and they just charged me for it. So. Whatever, but it's cool because I'm in the loop because they send they send me all these like, you know, all the sprite designs and like all the news and stuff about the game, and I'm hoping to be able to get them on the show. Actually, there were a couple of developers I was talking to to have as guests this week, but you know, due to the to the situation of the world right now, they kind of they had to postpone because they're not really sure when their game will be coming out, that type of thing. So, but I've still been I've still been talking sure. to a few people for the future because of that. But yeah, I did that. What else? Um, yeah, that'll be cool to have them on the show. That'd be awesome. I played. Uh, what was it? I did a stream. I did a retro stream last week on Thursday. I played some of Doom sixty four. Made it through the first twelve levels on there. Wow, that game's still awesome. It's uh, a lot of fun to play. It was fun to play on the stream. I, uh, I'm probably yeah. I want to. I figured I'd stream most of that because that's a easy one to get people to watch or whatever. But yeah, Doom 64, it's $5. If nobody has it and likes Doom, buy it. It's a great game. It's not a remake of Doom. It's its own game. Like I know a lot of people were 
didn't understand what Doom 64 was, but it's an excellent game. It looks really good. The lighting is beautiful. All the sprites are completely new. Like, they're not taken from the original game. They reconstructed everything from the ground up. It's a beautiful game. I found, actually was able to get to the first, uh, I made it, actually, actually, it's the second secret level, but I made it into that secret level that I can never remember how to do the switches right. I just looked it up for the stream. But I played that for a while. Uh, I played Jedi Academy. Still having a lot of fun with that. I got to the point where you get to decide how you can how you want to modify your lightsaber. And I think the first time I played through it, I did the double-sided lightsaber, so I went with two li- two lightsabers this time. But this, this one, it starts to get fun when you get more when you get more uh, more Jedi powers, and most of the battles are just against other lightsaber users. I haven't tried the multiplayer again just because I was so sad last time it worked. But but the single player is is there is like totally badass. So I'm not that sad about getting it. Uh, aside from that, you know, I played, I played the updates of those other two games, but we can send that, save that for the second part of the show. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's good for me, I guess. I played, I mean, I played some other random stuff. There's been a lot of time between, I mean, we have nothing but time. That's just what we got now. So I even played some Dragon Quest eight for a while and I got to the point where you have to gather all these fucking orbs to get to the final boss. So the final boss I didn't think it was the final boss before wasn't the final boss. So, oh. but I think I'm close to beating that one. It was nice to play 3ds again. You know, I just played it in bed and it was cool. Listen to a podcast and just you know just played this Dragon Quest game. I look forward to getting back to those games. They're a lot of fun, man. They're uh, they're waiting for you, Jeremy. That Dragon Quest three. You're you're like what I did with. Uh, this is like the same thing that I did with the Mega Man Zero Collection. Once I got to the best one, I stopped playing. Yeah, you know, I played through the two lesser ones before that, and then I get to Mega Man Zero Three, which is supposed to be the pinnacle of the series, and then I got distracted by other stuff. And you got to you got to Dragon Quest Three, which was definitely the pinnacle of the NES games. I got distracted. Yeah, by other I, stuff. I mean, I've gotten a little ways into it, not super far into it, but I've got some hours. So yeah, but I mean, yeah, you I'll were. Go, I'll go back yeah. to it, but this other game came out. And- but you were turned. Away of everything else. The other one turned you away to other things. Yeah. But I have been playing other stuff this week. Played some more Jackbox. We met up with some friends and did that whole thing. You know, it's just kind of a way of staying sane in these times. Like you were saying, Trey, just trying to keep your sanity. Like I find meeting up with people online is great, and it's like a party because there can be a bunch of people there, but like they're not all interacting it. And they're all kind of doing their own thing, and it's nice. So we had like probably like five or six people. It wasn't a lot, but it was fun. And uh, we played some Jackbox, and then uh, also played Tetris ninety nine because I always play it. And this week, I have to say, uh, Tetris Power Couple is me and my partner because we both got second place this week. All right, and within a day of each other too. And I want to nice. Yeah, you, you guys are practicing because I want to mention it's a news item, but we can say it now. Tetris is finally having another Tetris Maximus. I thought they had forgotten about us, that they only gave us a year of content and then they were done. But we're having a Ring Fit Adventure Tetris Maximus coming up this weekend. Which I hope means there's going to be a theme. Yeah, no, there's a, there's definitely a theme tied to it. And it'll be great because the, sound, the music in Ring Fit is pretty rad. And especially since they added, you know, they added that music the rhythm one on there. They know that it's rad as well, but we have to, one of you guys, either, if not you, either of you, I'll stream by myself, but 
definitely want to stream Tetris Maximus. We yeah, could always it do might like have to be late, it, later at night, but I can definitely do it one of the nights. I mean, we, I'll be working again. Yeah, I mean, we could always like alternate like with you and Shauna again is that if you want. This wanted. weekend or next weekend? It's this weekend. Is this weekend? Yeah, I think it's. Oh, I, I can definitely do it. I think it's starting on Thursday of this week. I think it starts tomorrow or yesterday, depending on whenever you're listening to this. Oh shit! Yeah, let's I put do it. the date on here. Let's see. I don't know what the news item. I found it on the Tetris 99 because I was playing it as well. I was playing around with it. Uh, Jess was on a call with with one of her friends, and I was just you know trying to. I, I played around with Animal Crossing until I got bored with that, and I was like, well, let's do some Tetris 99 for a while. Okay, so it starts Friday night at 12 a.m. Pacific. So it starts, what, at 2 a.m. on Friday? Uh, it, 2 a.m. on Friday for us. Yeah, for, for Central Central oh, yeah, Time. Friday. Yeah, Central Time, 2 a.m. Friday, and it, it ends at, at 2 a.m. Tuesday morning. So it goes through Monday night. Well, I'm going to have plenty of time. This is my, uh, my last hurrah on the Tetris because it's the last week of not being employed. Yeah, so yeah. The twelfth, the twelfth uh, Maximus Cup, and it says right here, you know, order collect a hundred event points by paying mat by playing matches to unlock the in-game theme. So there is a theme on it. Yeah. So get that, get yourself that Ring Fit Adventure theme. It, it honestly, if you don't, even if you don't have that much time to play it, like you can get a hundred points like within like 30, 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, if you're not, you know, if you're decent at the game, and if you got like second place, you'd probably get it in like however long it took to get there. So. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about playing that. We'll definitely be streaming it this weekend, among other things. We will. Yeah, and I think Sean is going to hop on there too. Yeah, uh, we could I both. Told her about it. We she could, was excited. So. We could like alternate. And I was thinking it was next weekend for some reason, but yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's this weekend. Starts um, starts soon. Yeah, like so, like I said, second place, and uh, both of us were like super bummed, of course, because you know we were so close. Yeah, we only got second, but in, in both cases, the other uh, screen was like almost all the way to the bottom. Like that person was just so like freaking so much better, or at least, you know, they were just having that much better of a game, I should say. But yeah, it was, there was no contest on why we got second place. I would especially say myself, but man, it was just, it was cool. Like just seeing that number drop from three to two. And then I was so excited too, because I was like, now I have the highest place. You know, I was not really like being super interface, but I was just kind of like, no, you know, you got third and I had, we both got third, but now I got second. And then within a day, she got second. Too. Yeah, and all of That's your all the motivation she needed. And all, all your controllers are back in working condition. We're like just rocking the pro controller now. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you haven't tried? You haven't got a G Bro or anything? Now that the sensitivity's well, we, changed. I did. Uh, the G Bro is working again, so I should mention that. Um, I don't know why, but it started working again. Uh, I'm happy about that. So we played at her house with the G Bro, and we didn't do as well. It really does feel like the uh, Pro Controller is better. Hmm. Yeah, I had some weird flare-ups with uh, controllers. I had where my le- where my left Joy-Con stopped working when it was only when it was connected to the Switch. That was weird. I ended up just restarting it, and it fixed itself. And I had another thing today where my 8-bit Doe Pro Controller would not sync with the system. Or it would it was like doing weird shit, and I tried turning it off and turning it back on, and it wouldn't turn off. But it's fine now. I just let it sit for a while until it shut itself off and then I restarted it and now it's fine. So I don't know. Just been being strange, I guess, with the new update. I forgot to mention, well, I guess I didn't really get into it last week, but I, I went in and changed some of the buttons around just to try it out on the, uh, from the switch update. I, you know, I basically made it so like 
Y, you know, B and A is Y and B instead of B and A, so I could play the NES games. And it's kind of a trip because once you do it, it changes in everything. So when you're trying to find the NES stuff on your system, you have to remember that you changed Y and B to B and A because now B is A and now Y is B. So what you would normally think would go back and actually goes forward now. So you have to kind of rewrap your whole brain, your whole brain about it because everything changes on there. I was wondering if maybe you could do it for like one profile and leave that. Maybe that'll be your NES profile that has the different buttons. I don't know. I haven't tried that yet, but it's pretty wild. If you guys are getting bored and you want to just change things around on your Switch, try changing all your buttons to different things. I mean, one thing I really like on the, no, the remapping, added, you know, that's not my thing, but like one thing that people don't talk about a lot that was really cool is when they added that zoom in feature. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I, I use that. The, I've I've used that on Animal Crossing even for my like stamp patterns. Like, that's a cool little feature. So oh yeah, yeah! I didn't even think about that. Yeah. This button mapping thing might just be more of a like a niche thing, but especially for accessibility, like it is really cool. Did I don't know if I want to mess with it though, for exactly that reason that I would try to play a different game and just get completely confounded. You would just you just have to realize that whatever you set it to, it's going to be like that for every game. So I mean, so we even when you're but, picking the game, you can probably be set just like switch that. it to default anytime, right? Well, yeah, you have to go into the menu and redo it. Well, no, in the you have to go into the menu and reset the buttons to what they're supposed to be. In in the in the remapping area thing, so yeah. it's not like yeah. So that's what I did. I just wanted to see how it would feel to do that to play the NES games the way I want to play them, with Y being run and B jumping. So it would be nice if you do it just for each specific game if you wanted to. Yeah, that'd sometimes be nice. there's like one game out of your whole library where you're like, I don't get these controls, and you want to like mess with it or whatever, but you can't on the yeah. on the game settings. Now, now you can. So if there's some way you could isolate that one game to change it. That'd be cool. You you can actually save it per controller type, which is interesting. Like if you wanted to change what your Joy Cons are set to, but not what your Pro Controller is, you can do that, huh. where you set two different mappings for your Pro Controller or your Joy Con, but you can't do it for like separate. You can't do it for like separate sets of Joy Cons. It'll just be whatever your Joy Con is is that, and whatever your Pro Controller is is that. And you know all of the all of the like eight bit O adapters, whatever they all show up as Pro Controllers, so they'll all be under that. So you can't just make like one a specific thing, which is weird, but it's there. I don't know if you guys. I also noticed it the other day when you go into your when you go into your captures and stuff. Now you can. I don't know if this was there before, but you can zoom in on the pictures that you take. Was that there before? I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, I, I just noticed it. And I'm not talking about the double click of the home like we were talking about. You could oh, actually... Like actual captures. Yeah, yeah. You can just push forward and it'll zoom in and you can zoom into different parts of the capture that you took when it's just a picture. And I didn't know about that. So, well, so cool. You can And you can also like zoom it and you can post it like that. You can post it however it was zoomed, which is really nice because you can't... With doing the double so click, your photos basically. Yeah, well, doing the double click on the home thing, you actually can't take a picture of whatever you're zoomed on. It'll look like it's not zoomed. But if you go into the into the menu of all your captures, you can zoom it in. So what I wanted to do originally with the Pokemon, where I wanted to zoom in on the Switch, showing that it had the right colored Joy Cons on it, that's in the game. I can do that now. I couldn't do it before. I just had to take a picture of the whole thing and be like, "Hey, look, those are my Joy Cons," because I thought it was cool that it recognized that, and your in-game character had your had the same Switch that you had. 
you know, I thought that was really neat, but I wanted to zoom in just on the switch, but I couldn't do it. So, but now you can. So I, I, maybe I just didn't notice it. I just said that she thought it was there before or that she, she's like, Oh, you just found out about that. I already knew about it. I was like, Oh, okay. But yeah, is there anything else you want to say about before we talk about the updates? That was it. Other, other than the updates. Okay. Well, Let's take a quick break. We don't have any new games besides the two we're going to talk about. So. Yeah, I mean, I figure you guys are still. I mean, you guys are still like way, way deep in the Animal Crossing. I just, I play it until I'm bored with it, and then I do other stuff. So <laughs> that's what I've been doing. I mean, not I that thought I, it was interesting though, because so we had maybe a little bit of spoiler warning, but uh, Trey piped up on our Slack channel and said, "Hey, do you guys get something about um, uh, updating the the." Nook's Cranny, and neither Jeremy nor I had gotten that yet. Well, neither had uh, I. But Jeremy got it, what, yesterday? And then I just got the notice today. But I thought that was interesting because out of all our playtimes, you played the least, yet somehow you were the furthest ahead in that regard. Oh, no, I just, I just heard that people were getting it. I hadn't gotten it yet. I got mine the same time as Jeremy and Jess also got oh, hers okay. the same time as me. So got all all of it. our like Jess and Jeremy and I, all of our nooks crannies are closed all day today. Which yeah. is what's gonna happen to you tomorrow, I'm John. Tomorrow. But I don't know why you're a day off. Like maybe it you, is weird. Maybe you played later, like maybe when you actually played it it wasn't the deferred I don't know. Well, I know for sure that's what I thought happened to me, because I didn't play it until after midnight when it came out at eleven, but I didn't play talk to well, yeah, nobody did really, unless you or got an early so copy. You upgrade your... Yeah, but I we will... it has something to do with upgrading the house. Like, Trey, did you get your your upstairs room yet? It, it doesn't have to do with that because Jess doesn't have she doesn't even no. doesn't have a fourth room, and she and happened to her too. So oh, weird. Yeah, but let's let's. I wonder what triggers it. But let's take a hold on. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk more about that. <laughs> you it's me mario yeah you <laughs> subscribe to our patreon to hear our bonus shows which happen every month i'm a tired tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon feeding you the same old video game news on every single show ah spaghetti ah ravioli then expand Nintendo main expansion pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. Whoa. 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 He's throwing us back to the show. 
so long, eh, Bowser? Ah! Ah, Patreon.com slash Podcast. Game over. Yeah, so we're back now. Uh, yeah, we can continue. We can start off talking about Animal Crossing here, like we were before we left. Yeah, so I had seen somebody at data mine Animal Crossing, and I said last week that I said that by the time that we record this week, there will be a change in our nook cranny, and I was sort of right. Because I had read that if you, you know, once you play the game for 30 days or more, then you and, and you spend like over if you spend two hundred thousand or sell two hundred thousand, then you get a Nook upgrade. And we all kind of got them at the same time. Uh, okay. uh, I hadn't gotten mine yet. I, I was asking you guys if you'd gotten it because I didn't get it because I expected it to happen, but then it happened next day. I asked to say, I was like, "Jess, do you have it yet?" And she's like, "No." But then the day after, she's like, "Yeah, I have it now." Well, she had the announcement, and then the next day it'll be closed. So. What I tried to do is I'm like, oh shit, it's going to be close. So, so I went to go make a tarantula island, and I went and like you know cut down all the trees and like did all that shit, and I caught a whole bunch of tarantulas like as much as I could before eight o'clock, and I left. You know, I looked at the time and I'm like, oh shit, it's like nine fifty eight. I better get out of here. So I jumped on the I, I jumped on the plane on the dodo plane, and uh, so I got all the tarantulas together. I saw it was nine fifty eight. I'm like shit. So I like run to the I run to the plane. I get on the plane. I land at like 9.59. I'm like running to Nook's Cranny. <laughs> and then it's closed. <laughs> when I get there, I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden it was 10 and I didn't sell any of my tarantulas. So that's what happened to me. I tried to like do this epic thing where I'm like, I'm going to get a bunch of tarantulas and I'm going to make like 300,000. I'm going to put this big chunk in what I owe. And I didn't make it to the cranny in time. So I still have all these tarantulas in my house running all over me. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> No, I mean they're all in storage. They're not fucking with me. But yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what happened to me. And also, uh, was it Sunday? I decided that I was gonna go find that turnip fucker. So I bought I bought three hundred turnips, which I ended up just selling to John for fifty dollars more than what I or sixty dollars more than what I paid for them. So, oh, John, you just bought them? No, I didn't sell them to John. I sent them sold them to John's Nook's cranny. Oh, how much were they selling yeah. for? One hundred sixty four. How 164. Much? 164. Oh, I bought yeah. 164. I bought that would have got me about 50,000. Yeah, I got like 20,000 extra from mine cuz I bought them for 30,000 and I sold them for like 50,000. So, what but, I've kind of settled on is like I'll sell them when I can get a 30% profit. Well, this was I 50 and this is 50% like a little bit more every week. If I can get the huge payday good, but yeah. if I see 30% or more, yeah, I'll just do it. I mean, this was a this was a fifty percent profit. I mean, it was half of what I paid for them. That it was so it was it was yep. enough. And I kind of told you guys a little bit of it, but I went through the nightmare of trying to go to somebody's island that had that were selling their their uh they had where they were buying turnips for six hundred. So somebody on NBC oh, posted yeah. it, 
that they were selling it and it and it was posted like a couple of minutes after I checked it and I'm like, "Oh shit, I should try to go there." So so I did. I tried to go there for like a good hour. And then I finally it kept saying like the town, you know, the town of the island's full, the island's full, the island's full. And I got and I saw I saw a sneak peek of our friend Rossetti there because if you ever get the note that says the island's full, Rossetti's at the bottom of it. There's a picture of him. Oh, that's true. On, yeah, on the note. So he is in there in that regard, but He's on the maintenance sign you can get from the Nook. Uh, oh, yeah. With your Nook points, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also got, just to jump ahead a little bit, I got a little um, uh, hint of Rossetti as well. When I got an evaluation from my island, one of the responses was, back in my day, the key to a, li- a good life was a low reset rate. You feel what I'm getting at? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was Rossetti. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I thought it would have been funny if the if the review kept going on and on, but they didn't do that. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity for a joke. Oh sure, yeah. But uh, so so I kept trying and trying and trying to get to this person's island. They they gave a dodo code online and all that, so I put that in. Kept saying it was full, it was full, it was full. Or a bunch of times it said like it told me that it couldn't get a hold of them because they're on the on the phone or whatever. And I actually recorded thirty seconds of that and I put it on Twitter and said that it was the unemployment office. And I got like over 200 views for that and a bunch of likes. So that was cool. Nice. Was nice because nice. <laughs> I made a joke about it because it did remind me of when I was trying to fucking call the unemployment office, how I basically called over and over and over again and maybe got through once. But I did, I did get through. I got to their island and it was like, oh, it was awful. Like I could, I could walk maybe two steps before it would stop for two minutes for somebody to enter the island. <laughs> and and I and for one thing I don't know where the fuck the Nook's cranny is, so I'm walking around trying to find it. I found like their residence center, I found their museum, I never found the Nook's cranny, and I'm trying to walk around, it keeps free it keeps freezing and telling me that somebody's fucking getting there. There's like five people that get there after I do, and then it fucking kicks me out of the island. Like it straight oh, up no. it says like technical difficulties and it throws me off the island and I'm back in my island. So I try to get back there again, the code's gone. Like the dodo's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like this isn't this code isn't a code anymore. I'm like, oh fuck. And what did the uh, dodo say when you got kicked off the island? They just said they just said something like communication error or whatever, and then all of a sudden I was back on my island. Like standing standing oh. by the airport is what happened. <laughs> it was not that there sucks. was there was no really like yeah. So and then, then the guy put up another code and I tried to do it again. I just kept they kept saying full and I just never got there, so I gave up. But I was telling Jess, I'm like, this is probably the least amount of fun I've ever had from Animal Crossing, trying to get to this guy's <laughs> stupid island. And even being on that island where I could barely even fucking move, it was like, it felt like a game that like just was really, was made bad, you know, where it's like, where the frame rate is so bad that it's like a clip show. That's what I felt like walking around that island because so much shit was happening. And I'm like, I'm like, this is awful. I'm going to stop doing this because this isn't fun. And yeah, that was my experience trying to sell trying to sell the uh, turnips for six times what they were. But you know what? I, I felt like even getting the turnips, I felt like it was a bad idea to get them because I figured I was going to end up losing money. But thankfully, I just went for John's price, and I was like, that's fine. I'll do that because, I don't know, I never – this is the first time I've ever bought turnips. And I played a shit ton oh. of Animal Crossing on GameCube, but I never gave a fuck about the turnips. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to – I don't want to buy them. I don't want to sell them. I don't care about stocks. Like, I never – Ever bought a turnip ever until now? So there you go. And I How still about turnips though. And I still don't think it's all that great. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll get them next Sunday, but I probably won't. 
Now we're getting to the root of the problem. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. correct, sir. You're really going to get all turn up about, turned up about it. Uh, <laughs> Shut I, up. I did buy a bunch of turnips myself. Yeah, how many but, did you buy? Uh, likewise, well, like you said, my shop went into, <laughs> the very next day, went into the, the mode where I can't even check the prices. So that's great. Well, I guess, no, it wasn't the next day. It was the, the previous day, but. Yeah, so far, like they've been in the 30s. I spent 94 per turnip, which is probably stupid. But had I gone to John's Island, what did you say they were selling for, John? 164. Yeah, so I still would have made like uh, roughly 60% profit, 50 to 60% yeah. profit. How many had did I you, been able to go? How many did you buy? But, Didn't you buy like a million worth or something? I just bought 200K. <laughs> so it probably would have gotten me about 300K. Yo, you bought 200K? So how many turnips is that? It was most of an inventory, but I still had my tools and I had a, like one of them was only like eight instead of maximum 10 or whatever. Cause I, I bought 300 and that was like 30,000 for me. So like times 10, what you see, so you probably got like 3000 turnips. Uh, they cover most of the floor. Well, they cover like over half the floor on my basement. Yeah. So you bought a lot of fucking turnips. I'm just hoping that you don't like end up having to sell them at like 50 or something. Yeah, me too. But honestly, I've only got one loan left to pl- to pay off as far as I know. And I don't really care about paying it off anytime soon. Like I've got my full house as far as I can tell. They may add more, but I'm not in a huge hurry to pay off that last loan. So I've been using that money to like just buy any cool stuff that shows up in the shop and sure. multiple copies of all the KK albums and just, just living my best life in my nice house. Okay. Oh yeah. So you, you have a basement, right? Yeah. How much is the loan for the basement? Is that like 2 million or what? We'll see. What was the one upstairs? That was like the one upstairs is 1.2 1. 1. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think it was 2.2 2 or maybe 2.5. I'm wondering, 2. I'm wondering if they it give was, you, yeah. it was more, but it wasn't like a lot more. I wonder if they give you anything for paying that off. I know there's not a nook mile for it, but they might still make your side rooms bigger or something after that. After you know what? So it was 1.2, and it was like 1.7 something for the, uh, for the basement. basement. Yeah. I, still feel- I, I just did it. I just uh, I cashed out all my – so I cashed out my nook miles, and I did want to mention – I did that too the other day, and it actually was yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I did the thing like I kind of talked about with this game before, where pressing the A, I just went around the house and just kept tapping the A button on my Pro controller. Yeah, and I literally walked around and like I was just like I walked and I like I had to I did like go pee, so I went in there and I like you know I'd set the controller down, wash my hands and all that. But I was hoping you. I just walked out of the house and was just doing some chores. I went. I took the laundry out of the dryer, put it away, moved the laundry from the washing machine to the dryer. Put all my clean dishes into the cabinets, rinsed all my dirty dishes off, started a a thing of like water, put all the soaking dishes in. And then like, yeah, by the time I got back into the, the office, I still had like 2000 nook miles left, but I I cashed a lot of them in. Yeah, I did. I did the same thing the other day, but I just we were watching TV and I just uh, and it didn't seem that bad. Actually, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to liquidate all my nook miles into money. And I did. Honestly, I'm almost back to where I was when I liquidated them. Like, yeah, I, I just got a bunch of other stuff after that. So I think I, I think I went to 40, 40 uh, Bell's tickets. Is how many yeah. I traded it in for, which is what like 
Oh, close did, to 200,000 or something. So that that's what I did. And, and now, yeah, I'm, I think I'm back to like 10,000 or something already. It's it's not that hard. To, I'm back to up back. past 20,000. I was up above 30 when I liquidated everything, and then now I'm back above 20 again. I, I, yeah. I never really got that high. Like, I tend to get to around 8,000 or so before I start spending the Nook Miles. Hmm. Well, I finally bought... So what do you guys uh, like? Do you guys... I finally bought the, drag, the, uh, the Godzillas. Yeah. I bought two of them. Yeah, me too. I bought that yesterday. Yeah, so you, uh, so you have one. So I did start buying more of that stuff, which I always have been. I've always been buying the stuff that I like and just like paying my loan off slower. But now it's like uh, I'm just throwing everything into my savings, and I guess we're gonna get less interest. Oh yeah, we got we got an update today that was yeah, that, that was, was in the patch today. That was really weird. And you got a letter from them saying like, "Sorry, uh, here's a bell rug." Like fuck you, man. <laughs> well, I totally thought maybe it had something to do with the way I had, like, not paid off my last loan yet or something. I thought maybe it was like a reflection of bad credit that my interest went down. <laughs> I was like, wait, it was did, just I fuck it, did I fuck up my Nook credit? <laughs> I don't know. It was in the patch because it's just for Jeremy, just because of what you did in the game. Yeah, and I'm actually deducted like fifteen percent off my paycheck for the patch. Yeah, I don't know. I it, I thought it was. I was like, maybe I don't know. Maybe because people are people are time traveling and stuff. Like they wanted to get around that. I don't know. That's what I, I read too. I think it was Polygon or something. They were saying like, okay, this is one way that Nintendo kind of control that. Like they can't control you know the websites where people say, oh, let's meet up and trade turnips and all that stuff to kind of game the economy. But that was one thing that they could do is is, is lower the the. Uh, interest rate or whatever you want to say yeah and it, it kind of sucks because i never really I, I didn't really get to do that much with it like i i gained maybe three bells because i didn't realize what it was well i didn't have that much money between the end of march and april so but at, at the end of april i was planning on just loading up loading loading up my savings with a whole bunch of whatever i you know maybe like a hundred thousand or something and see what i could get from it the next day because you know they pay you a percentage of whatever you have in your savings like the next day on like the first day of may or whatever so i was going to try to fill it up and see if i could make an extra twenty thousand or something i don't know but i don't know what the actual percent rate is but yeah it's weird that it's like hey uh sorry we lowered the interest rate but here's the fucking rug it's like uh, i didn't like the yeah map. i didn't even notice there was an interest rate yeah, the world map was yeah, the from cool. the map was from Nintendo. Was Nintendo I like that. It, yeah, I like that. The Japan's in the middle of it. It's kind of like I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, yeah, we're used to seeing world maps where, where America's bigger than it actually is in real life. In the middle of the map. Well, yeah, the ones that we see are the ones that are not accurate. Where they make where they make America look like larger than it really is. Yeah, yeah. When it's like yeah. the size of Brazil. Yeah, right. where, well, it's like yeah, they it's make it look bigger, like but... the center point of the world and all that, which it's not. And it's not bigger than Africa. Contrary to many maps, but um, yeah, that that happened. Uh, what else? What else? Animal Crossing stuff. I did put out a loan last week. Uh, or a loan, no loan. I did put out a Twitter poll last week, and I was just basically like, it just kind of popped into my head. I was like, how do you prefer to pay off Tom Nook? Like, you know, because I remember in the past I would pay off Tom Nook like however much I could, and just like it was nice to see the uh, the amount accruing towards paying off my loan. Yeah, in this game mostly I've just saved up money in my savings and then just paid it all in one big payment. Mm. That's the way I do it too. So uh, yeah, I put out. I put more out satisfying a, about that. I put out a poll on Twitter and I think I got it was like three I didn't to five see it or something like that in favor of the big loan, That's or a, the big payment. 
That sucks that I I check Twitter pretty often and I totally missed your poll. Didn't even see it. I I would I'm the opposite. I I actually pay I mean I I pay parts of it to try to whittle it down so it doesn't seem as like enormous. So I'll I'll pay it in like I don't know 50,000 increments. Actually whenever I'm playing, whenever I'm done playing, I'll I'll put whatever 1000 I have in there in into the into the loan. Oh, so you don't just throw your savings, you put it into the loan. I don't put it in the savings at all, no. I put it straight into the loan. The save the only savings that I have is stuff that I get when I'm impatient and I put it all in the drop off box. But the only stuff I put in the drop off box are like I don't know, crucian carps and shit like that that you don't get anything for. Just if I don't if I don't feel like throwing it back in the water, I'll stick it in the I'll stick it in the drop off box. My the only time I use a drop off box, and this is actually a r- new rule of mine after playing over 200 hours <laughs> it's if i'm running to get um to go to a different island down at my airport and i catch something on the way between my house and the airport i'll drop it off in the drop-off box just to for that inventory space uh, do you do that or you're walking to the airport and you like go for the fish anyway yeah or a bug sometimes there'll be a bug that mm. i can't pass i'll it. do that too i only yeah i only so drop them off like but... oh, i'm wasting time if i don't pick up this bug or whatever sure. might as well yeah. Yeah, I only drop them off. God forbid you see a balloon in the distance because I cannot. Then you uh, gotta go chase a balloon. It might have thirty thousand bells in it. I I looked at my balloon stats. By the way, I only had like a hundred and fifteen, so I was not close at all. Jess had two hundred something, so she had a lot more than I got. But I I just got lucky because around there the egg day thing. Yeah, the 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 egg day thing just got me up to three hundred. Well, the egg day thing like I did get no, I I did get three hundred. Yeah, because I got the golden. Slingshot last yep. week. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I guess it. I'm beyond that a little bit. I, I ended up just ignoring the egg ones because they're pissing me off so much. So, I, I guess I missed a lot. I didn't realize how much you had to do, but I did get the hundred. I did get the hundred fishing one without even paying attention. So that was good. Because if no, I would me too. Yeah, during the fishing yeah, tournament, it wasn't during. It was recently. It was like within the last week. I just got it. Just when I was trying to, because I, I fish around the sea, and you can get a lot of fish that's worth. You get better fish there than in the river so i whenever i'm trying to raise money i just do that and see is super a lot easier trying to fish in a pond is the worst yeah well also yeah, in the pond is where you get the crucian carps all the time in the ocean you might get an occasional boot boot or a or a tire yeah you get a lot of black bass too but you make an occasion occasional boot or tire but but you also get like oar fish and red snappers and stuff like that that's and and those barred knife jaws like those are pretty great too so, yeah, it must be hard for them to eat, though. Yeah, I don't know. But, and, there's, and they're little jailbirds. Yeah, the bar knife jaws are great. I do like... So I got lucky, and today I, I made a little bit of money. I probably made over 100000 off the fact that Flick's in my town. Yeah. Whenever, while, the stores, while the stores shut down. So I can still sell bugs for money. Yeah, I didn't get... Oh, yeah. I, I made like 600000 selling to Flick the other day. Dang. Get off my entire load. Yeah, me, you, yeah, I've been saving for like a week and a half. What were you selling to him? That was like, what was the big money bugs? The big money the bugs were okay. So I, tarantulas well, so twelve thousand, right? Nine thousand. Like, tarantulas do twelve thousand. Yeah. What I what I what happened though was I tried to do tarantula island and I kind of got there, but um, I was mainly getting mole crickets and water bugs. The mole mm-hmm. crickets. They don't get very much. They're like three seventy or something. The water bugs uh, are the water like bugs two thousand. I've never gotten a mole cricket. Yeah, I thought that too. I never got so one I either. Was up all the mole crickets, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to make a fortune because these obviously take a lot more work to get." And they don't. They get like three seventy. So don't get are a mole they in the, It's not worth it. 
are they in the uh, sand? They're they're in the ground. They're like, anywhere. So you I've, hear, never, I've never run yeah. into a mole cricket. Have but, you run into a flea yet? So listen, you have to dig them up. You have to dig I up the mole fleas, crickets. Yes. Okay. Fleas are to on. Get, to get the mole cricket. You probably have run into one. But what you have to do is you you listen for the chirping of the cricket, and uh-huh. you have to locate where exactly it is just by listening. Uh, so, I like I was hearing cricket. it all throughout, right? And I, I was thinking, oh, it's ambient noise or whatever. But I was like, how do I? I can't. They can't just be ambient noise. So I figured it out. You have to locate the cricket by listening. Use headphones. It really, really helps. And yeah. then you dig it up. And, but. In the end, so it's not really keep, worth it. Get do they your, keep other bugs from spawning? I don't think so. Yes. Do they? They do? No, no. no so Because that's why I was having trouble with Tarantula Island, because the one that I went to that I was trying to do it on had mole crickets. Oh, and shit. It kept, so it, no tarantulas would come until I dug up the mole cricket that came up. Oh, that never happened and to I me. And I was able to get four after trying for like an hour. Did, I mean, you were so close. Did you get rid of all the trees yeah, and all the... Then and I all... kept spawning the mole crates again. Did you get rid of all the I trees got, and the I flowers? I got a tarantula island last night, but maybe that was what was happening. It was that, but the water bugs definitely were a problem, but yeah, I well, ended up like not even maxing out my inventory after like over an hour I mean, after I would gotten the island cleared out, you know, so uh, I was pretty uh, upset, but... Whatever, maybe Nintendo nerfed it for a reason. Did you get rid of all the stuff on the island though, John? Because I've never had, I've never caught a mole, mole cricket, number one, but I've never had them cause trouble. I've been able to make a tarantula island out of everything, even if it has multiple levels, unless it's that bugless island that I talked about last week. But no, I've made a tarantula island. It's just, yeah, so have I. I'm just telling, I, I don't but understand. They're not spawning that often. It's still a tarantula island, but they're not spawning right. as often as I'd like. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of the times it's those. Goddamn water bugs that that crouch in such a way you can't even see. Yeah, but I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about an island that. I'm talking that I went to an island that where where they where they couldn't spawn. There were no fucking water bugs, and actually, I went to the fucking tarantula island where there's like ten of them, and that shit's stupid. Like, I'd rather have one where I where I make it into a tarantula island and and can catch them one by one. Because when there's fucking ten of them, you catch one and then you get stung by another one. There's no way to like not get stung. And it's annoying as shit. Like I, I hated that mm-hmm. island so much. Like I'd rather just ter- oh, terraform it into a into a tarantula island, because then then there'll only be one at a time, and I'll catch it every time. And I just go around and chase off the bug, the uh, wharfs and the beetles, and it'll show up every time. But there'll only be one, and I won't have to worry about getting stung by another one. And I'll just that's that's it worked way better for me. Like doing that versus going to the island, which I did one time where there's like eight of them. And they're, and they're just, like, fucking annoying as shit to catch because you got to watch all of them at the same time. And if you accidentally miss, they even if you get one, they all attack you. And it's just annoying. Like, it's, I don't know, it drove me crazy. Like, I didn't like the one with all of them on there. I prefer I doing it the other way. Like but I've never, I've never, uh, I never caught a mole cricket before, so it never, uh, it never bothered me. I mean, Jess told me how to do it because you have to dig it up and then hit it with your net, right? Not correct. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it, and I tried doing it, but I just kept digging, and I didn't find anything. So I think I chased it away by accident. Oh, yeah. and so they're not worth very well, much. You, you won't chase them. You won't chase them away in in the if they're in the ground. Like, but you if can you chase d- them away after if they pop out, but that's yeah, what I'm talking keep about. Until you find it, and they're not worth much anyway. But if you can't, but if like you're digging, it's it more just about getting one for the museum. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying if you've yeah. never seen one before, like me, and you're just digging around to try to find one. You'll very easily chase it away because you don't know what the fuck it looks like. 
because every time I, because I've never seen it, I dig it up and I don't see anything and it goes away, whatever it was. The noise goes away. I'm oh, saying you that's what happened noise. to me. Okay, so it'll make like a wiggle noise or something when you got it and it pops up out of the ground and then it, it runs away. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear, I didn't hear the wiggle noise. I was just digging around trying to find where the noise was. And I guess as I was doing that, I chased it away and I never saw it. So that's what happened to me, but. I, I haven't I haven't seen that much of them yeah, lately. Put your headphones on to get the to get the mole cricket. That really really helps. Yeah, I mean I do. I, you know I yeah I don't know. I, I I would be doing it just. I figured it wasn't worth anything. Like the fleas, you know they're they're more rare, but they're not worth anything either, really. So it's like I figured it was in the same instant. So I don't really I don't really chase anything that's over that's under a thousand. You know, like ladybugs and stuff like that. I don't even bother catching them, or even some of the the green stink bugs. I don't even bother with. But yeah, yeah. after a while you just stop caring about. I'm wondering everything is money anymore. Yeah, I mean it's like I didn't I didn't like get get as hardcore uh, obsessed with it as you guys did, I guess. But I, I'm wondering how much. I mean, I I like I basically pop on and look for look for I I just go look at look for fossils and get like my extra money, pay off part of my debt, buy a new buy a new set of clothes, and do do whatever the times two nook bells are, and and that's like I'm done for the day. That's what I've been doing on the game. I mean, I did some new pass, but. I don't know. I'm just wondering how much I'm going to keep playing it, like more than like an hour every day in yeah. the next like month. I, I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely, I played, I played for like twelve hours, and then I'm done for the day. <laughs> That's the whole day. <laughs> I've definitely yeah. like calmed down, but I don't know. I, I mean, with all the events and stuff coming up, who knows? But I'm definitely playing it less. Like, I will get on and I'll do you know my circuit. So I run and I uh, find all the fossils, find the money trees. Which I do need to ask, like, and I haven't been able to find like a definitive answer, but maybe it's just because it's a duh kind of thing. But does your money tree just fruit one time? One time, yeah, and then it becomes a yes. regular tree. Then it becomes a just a normal oak tree. Yeah, or hardwood does, tree. Yeah, yeah. It, it only oh, it only God. fruits one time. I mean, I was trying to like herd all my money trees into one space. Well, didn't you look at didn't you look at it when you dug it up? It doesn't say it'll say money tree if you dig it up before it, it blooms. But if you dig it up after, it just says well, hardwood tree. You can dig it up while it's still fruit. Like you can dig it up while the money bags are still on it, and yeah. it'll let you move it around. Sure, that that too. Yeah, but before you plucked it, it doesn't right. come back. Man, no, I, I I thought maybe they would keep producing money. So no, they're just an, a temporary investment, I guess. But it, but if you find, I mean, if you find a money spot every day, you'll you'll have a money tree every day. So that's kind of what I've been doing. You know, where it's I'll always have that twenty thousand or whatever. As long as I keep digging up the special spots and replanting them, there'll yeah, always so, be one so, yeah, every day. You know, if you like immediately dig it up after you plant it, it doesn't take. You don't have to have a yeah. uh, a fruit. So I guess if nothing else, I'm taking them all up to a spot where I know that's where I need to go to get all my money trees because that's where I go every day. You know, first thing I go up there and there's one of my money trees is fruited. I get my thirty thousand bells. Oh, I just that's yeah. Cool. I just kind of memorize where they're see. at. I didn't. I didn't put them all in one area because I. The only plant, the only trees that I have that I haven't fully grown are my money trees, so I know which ones are. You can kind of tell when they're going to bloom yeah. the next day. So I'll be like, oh, I'll go there. And I'm it's, about to make yeah. a big orchard or something. I made a bit. I made. I planted a bunch of flowers. I haven't like been like super consistent with like how they're laid out, but I'm starting to get some cool crossbreeds and stuff. Have you guys found a, a black flower yet? I have black. Yes, I, I, I have black tulips. Yeah, black I black, black tulips tulip also. As well. And whatever. I want some more of them. They're pretty cool. I don't know how I made them. The, it's the which one? What colors you put next to each other? They'll cross pollinate and make a different one. There's a whole like chart about it. 
that you can look up. I mean, that's what I look up about the. I, there's like charts and stuff that I've looked at about fish prices and stuff like that as well, so I know which ones to save and which ones to not save and all that. So, so yeah, um, I think uh, I was trying to. I, I think that's mostly what I've done. I mean, I did. I, I made like a path to my secret bamboo garden in the in the up in the upper corner and uh, stuff like that. But I haven't really. What was it? Uh, Isabel told me that I had too many trees in my island, which. I say fuck. Oh, really? I say fuck her. I'm keeping my trees. I like I like the rustic. I, I like the rusticness of my island. It, it, she said that uh that one that there was a complaint that somebody said that they got lost because there were too many trees. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you got a five star rating, John. Is that because you have like because you have stuff everywhere on the island? Because like every I think that must be it. Yeah, yeah. I really worked at it for a couple of days there, and I got the five star rating yesterday. And I just, I put, I try to make like, like, uh, like themed areas. Like I'll put all the workout stuff together. Like I have a muscle beach area or I have the fair that I talked about last week. Uh, I think that was pretty much it. That plus doing the, the paths. Yeah. I have paths going all over the island. I, I saw that. Yeah. You um, have, you have a whole lot going on on that, that island. Was, I said, you have a whole lot going on. I think also because you have a lot of fences. I think they like fences a lot. That yeah. might be part of it. They do. Like she did fences. actually say one time. She said, "Oh, you need to plant more flowers," and then she said, "You need to plant fences or put fences up, up there." Yeah. You also have a lot of shit. Ton of, a you have a shit of ton of flowers, too. also. Yeah. So and I and I have I, I put some fences up. Like I put a fence around the about around the residence center, and I put up like this uh, Japanese looking fence, like right at the right where you come into town. So it'll either lead you to the residence center or to Able Sisters, like right in the front there. But yeah. But uh, speaking of. Because Jeremy was talking about events coming up. Do you guys want to talk about the update, or is uh, is there more that you wanted to say about your uh, particular uh, island? I did get a couple more shooting stars, so that was cool. Yeah, I haven't. And likewise, I, I already said it, but I got up to to I got I literally set an alarm to get up early enough to uh, to get turnips to buy turnips. Yeah, so you can. I oh, felt pretty proud of myself. What, In fact, well. When did, when Sean did, and I decided we were, I was going to set an alarm so that I could buy turnips, and then we were going to also order carryout because we hadn't really ordered carryout yet. We we're going to get carryout for this breakfast restaurant in town that we both really like, and we thought it was open, and then we set the alarm, and she called, and nope, they were closed. What time did you get up to get turnips? Ten thirty. Oh, okay, because I bought them. I bought them at five. They're out. They're out at four, five in the morning. So no, I know, and we had yeah. gone to bed about. Uh, it was about three thirty. Oh, okay. I was gonna and say. I was, I, like, I, yeah. I was like, well, I could just not set the alarm, and I can just wait till five to buy my turnips, and then we can just sleep late. And she's like, "No, I want that breakfast food." Like she really wanted that food. Sure. At that point. Well, we the, did a the breakfast stuff. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went to bed, and yeah, I still got my turnips, but we made a well. Just did she made she made breakfast for lunch today, so we had like brunch for lunch. That's awesome. And she's actually. Well, I, I didn't. I, I wasn't sure if I should mention it yet because it's not done yet. But Jess is starting her own YouTube show. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah, that she recorded her first episode today. So it's pretty awesome. That's awesome. So she's getting. Is she going to edit it herself, or are you helping her with it? Uh, I'm. I was helping her try to find a because she's using my old computer, and we we're trying to figure out a way to get an editing program on it. And let me tell you, man, Macs suck because if you don't have the newest computer, they won't, it's impossible to get an older version of iMovie unless you steal it. It's so stupid. It's incredibly stupid. Like, cause I was trying to, cause she had iMovie nine on there, which I think I stole that too. But, 
Um, <laughs> she had a she had a copy of iMovie Nine on there, and it wasn't it didn't work the way that the iMovie Ten that I had worked, and it was confusing. Like I didn't know how to do everything because everything was in the wrong place. So I tried to go to the Apple website to download it, and they only let you download the eleven version, and it's impossible to download another version if you have a lesser computer. So basically, and I looked at multiple. But I looked at multiple boards about it, and it said basically said the only way to get an old version of iMovie is to steal it because Apple's so fucking stupid about it that they won't sell that they won't give you an older version of it because they want you to buy their their new expensive ass computer, and that's the only way you can get iMovie. So we ended up getting something else because I because I you know I basically found an, an off brand iMovie that works just as good as my iMovie and it's cheaper so. That's what we were. That's what we're gonna do. But yeah, I was trying to get an editing program set up on her computer. But she's basically gonna do a show called uh, "Just the Dresser," and she's basically going to interview actors that she's worked with about what their favorite costumes were on various plays and what Jess's favorite costumes of theirs were. That's cool. And dresses and stuff like that. that so she's yeah, she just recorded her first episode today. Uh, I'll I'll promote it for sure once it's on YouTube, but um. I was talking about. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna put the audio only on our Drunk Monday feed, so you should be able to find it in Podcast World on there. So, so yeah, but it's pretty cool. She recorded that, and then she made, and then she made breakfast, uh, made brunch for me while I was still asleep. So it was really nice. Made yeah, a great idea. I'm not pancakes and bacon. Ooh, yeah. So I've never really heard of a, like a like a costuming themed YouTube show or podcast. Yeah. It's a really good idea. And she has, uh, I, I guess yeah. she, she said she has three three people lined up already. So she, And she did her first yeah. interview today. So it's cool. So I'm excited. This is doing some content stuff. We're both going to edit together tomorrow. Some uh, some married married people editing. It'll be fun. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're just. That could be another show. Yeah. You're an editing power couple. Yeah. that's a, I, I'm sure her editing. Well, who knows? I'm going to say it, she'll probably take a, be a lot quicker than I am on this because I have a lot to work with. Hopefully not. I'm hoping for not another three-hour episode. But yeah, if everybody's talked enough about their islands and stuff, we can talk about that trailer that dropped for Animal Crossing. About the Earth Day update and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, uh, the Secret Island or whatever, the Special Island tour. It, yeah, there, there was an up- oh, right, right. There was an update trailer that came out, and, and it basically shows that some of, the, some of the data mine stuff that people said was true. Uh, there's going to be – it shows that there's going to be an addition to the museum, which will have uh, – paintings and statues in there like real world analogs yeah yeah and dicks um uh, david's in there so there you go uh <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time i saw a penis on my switch but you know um but and also uh red is going to come to town and also leaf will be there and he'll be selling bushes so you can get bushes now and also yeah. there's there's going to be some sort of earth day thing and it looked like there would be new nook miles that you get for for donating certain things that you can get from the museum. So I saw that also. Yeah. There's like earth day specific nook things. And then there's also a, uh, there's like a nook ticket that takes you to a special Island. Yeah. But it's not the actual, like today was earth day, right? Like wasn't the 22nd earth day. I think it is, but this is called nature day. So it's a different day and it's not on the 22nd, obviously because the update was supposed to come out until the 23rd. So, I mean, what's it's dropped it, I guess it dropped at 10, but yeah, there's some new stuff in there. I was really hoping for them to do like a, a well, I don't know, a batch thing where you can make multiple things at once, but they decided not to put that in there. But I guess it's all roped together with the uh, with changing the bank, the bank thing as well. So, how cool would it be if they just made the weapon wheel like not take up inventory? Or yeah, the item wheel. Yeah, right. 
Oh, like like an RPG where like well, some RPGs when you equip stuff, it's not in your pockets anymore. I just yeah, that's a good it's idea. got its own pockets. I wish. I wish that you would be able to make, you know, I, I would love that you could just make multiple things at once. And I mm-hmm. also wish that you could buy multiple pieces of clothing at once. I get really tired of going in and out of that uh, dressing room. And I'm sure you guys do, too, when you're trying to get, like, a yeah. bunch of different stuff. But you can't because it doesn't fit with the outfit or whatever. So you got to go back in and you got to try to figure out which one you're going to send to your house and which one you're going to wear. And, like, your other shit gets sent to the house. And maybe you want to buy two and send them to somebody else. And you can't do that. Right, or, like, which one blah, did I blah. buy the last time I was in the dressing room? Yeah, I, I remember. I also really yeah. wish they would tell you whether you bought it or not. Like, like, yeah. I mean, they Buy have that. They have that technology in the in the making. You know, when you're d- doing shit at your toolbox or whatever, or your, you know, whatever you call it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, when you're building stuff, it it will tell you whether you made it or not, and it'll tell you whether it's in your storage or in your pocket. They could at least. I don't understand why they can't do the same thing at the at Abel Sisters. Oh, and and my nickname earlier, the uh, sibling with for, with another quilling. I finally talked to. Um, was it Sable? Sable's Sable. the one behind yeah, the, the one machine, right? Behind the counter. Yeah, you have to. Oh, talk- she introduced herself finally. Yeah, you have to talk to her like every day for like multiple weeks, and eventually she'll start giving. I, I'm finally to the point where she's giving me like specific designs that she's done for. Uh, for furniture and stuff. I, th- I think there's like nine or 10 of them that you can get, but you have to talk to her for like a week after that. But yeah, she starts telling you shit. Like John mentioned on the Slack, like she starts yeah. telling you about how their parents died. And she was trying to explain to me like how hard it is to massage each other because of the quills and stuff like that. And some uh, intense stuff. I thought that was like, so like unexpectedly like, dark, I guess. Yeah. For, You're like, for animal crossing. Talk. Yeah. Maybe I yeah. shouldn't talk to you so many times in a row. Yeah, I mean it's cool because she's like, "Leave me alone, leave me alone." Then all of a sudden, she's like, "You're my favorite customer." So I always like that they do that. I mean, they've done that in other in RPGs too, where it's like one character will tell you to go away, but if you you know persist and talk to him enough, they'll. I am there. I am there. I am there. (laughs) It reminds me of a. It reminds me of Donald from a. I mean, I don't know if I don't know how much you played a Fire Emblem Awakening, Jeremy, but do you remember Donald? Nope. He's basically this, he's sort of like supposed to kind of be like a hick guy. He has a, he basically has a pot on his head as his helmet and he's kind of a dumb character. But if you, but if you like continually level him up and like change his class and stuff like that, he'll become like the most powerful character in your team if if you stick with him. But he kind of starts off as a shitty, as like a shitty bad character, but it's one of the rewarded for your, uh, your, your commitment to Donald. Yeah. He's basically, well, my main character ended up marrying him. Because I spent so much time uh, leveling up and leveling him up in that game, but no, he's basically the Magikarp of the group. You know, he like can't really do much at first, but if you stick with him, will become this incredibly strong character for the game. And I always, I always like stuff like that. I'm thinking of like in Final Fantasy VI, where you like like Gao? put all those crazy charms on uh, on somebody, and they like turn into an imp and they're cursed and all this other stuff, but. They like become super powerful and they absorb all the enemy, like all the enemy attacks go at them and stuff. Oh, okay. I, I thought, yeah, I was thinking about Gao, like that, that, you know, the, the nature boy or whatever that like you, you the keep, boy. yeah, you keep, you keep sending him out and then he like, he's kind of shitty at first, but if you go there enough, you can get some really strong moves from that. And I remember when I, pretty... when I, with the, the whole Velt thing in Final Fantasy six, and this is the thing I kind of remembered recently, but I'd read a Ray Bradbury story about the Velt, like. It's what I think it's in. I can't remember if it's in a uh, Martian Chronicles or uh, the Illustrated Man, but it's a short story about the Velt, and it's like a hologram. It's like basically like the uh, 
holodeck in Star Trek. Yeah, or the or the Danger Room. It was really, it was really interesting. Yeah, like that was the not the first time I'd heard of the Velt. So Gao in my head always like had a Ray Bradbury sort of like nature to him because of that. Could be I never realized until recently why. Sure, could be. He's sort of like an anarchistic, uh, but actually, well, seemingly anarchistic, but actually censoring things. Yeah, definitely. We've said enough about the Animal Crossing update, right? We can move on from there. Yeah, um, there was some Animal Crossing sales news, which is pretty impressive. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, Yeah, New Horizons launch sales surpassed any Mario or Zelda title. And on the digital front, it sold 5 million digital copies copies in March, the most for any console game ever in a single month. That's that's amazing. Way to go, Animal Crossing. I mean, it... I feel like I said, I, I don't remember which episode, but a couple episodes ago, I was like, this is going to set some kind of record, which you, was yeah. a really easy thing to say. I sure. Know, well, I mean, you mentioned this was before we were even in the coronavirus thing. You were saying that, that yeah, it's, it's like, well, this is going to be just because of how many people own Switches already, then mm-hmm. that it's going to be big. But then I guess a whole bunch of other people bought Switches too, like when the, when the world started getting crazy. So I guess to the point where some people can't even get, find them. I know, like you can't get them now. Yeah, a friend of, friend is trying to find them, and I'm trying to help help them out with that and giving them tips and stuff. But um, yeah, a friend of mine yeah, who has uh, right bots are, the bots are scooping them all up. Yeah, a friend yeah, of mine who's the uh, be, these bots are scooping them up as soon as they become available, and then reposting them on eBay. Yeah, and that's like according to somebody I work with told me about that. But sure, I mean I believe yeah, it. They're they're like a. Uh, they're not available right now. I mean, people are actually people are creating fake businesses to get loans. Also, like everybody's kind of yeah. crazy right now. <laughs> uh, also, like I said earlier, I don't know if we recorded it or not, but like, and big businesses scooping up the the small business loans and stuff like that. So it's there's a lot of shit going on out there. It's not great. It kind of sucks that it's keeping people from switches because uh, Nintendo has become king, and and it, and it was just perfect. Like. And like Animal Crossing pretty much came out that week that everybody was said to stay home, you know, right. so it was right. California got the order on the 19th to stay home and yeah. Animal Crossing came out on the 20th. I don't know when we got it, but yeah, my last day, our, our, my, like the work that I did on that show was canceled the 17th, I think. No, it was the 18th. It was, I was supposed to come in on Wednesday and they said stay home. And my last work day was Tuesday. It was that Tuesday. And the bar that I work at was closed the week before. So it was like, Shit was starting to happen, and then Animal Crossing came out on Friday, and the and the fucking voting, and we voted on Tuesday also, like right in the middle of all this crazy shit happening. So it was all that was the week, you know. I, I posted some stuff about a data mine about a whole bunch of shit. Um, we we don't have to talk about it at all. I know John, you want it, you don't want to know about the future of Animal Crossing, and that's fine. And I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this don't want to either. So we don't need. But to if you do want to know, there is a data mine out there. Go. Do your homework. Yeah. And so I want to say just about the, the prevalence of uh, Animal Animal Crossing. Uh, my favorite, One of my favorite bands is a, a band called Me Without You. Check them out. They're cool. I've liked them since way back in the day in college. But uh, they this year, they were going to play their farewell tour. You know, it was like, I think, the 20th anniversary of the band and whatever. And it was like symbolic. And they've all grown up and they have families and they live in different parts of the country and stuff. So they were like, you know, this is finally the year where we're not going to tour anymore disbanding pun intended and uh and uh so they were doing their farewell tour this year and i wasn't going to be able to go but then everything got canceled and they're doing their farewell tour next year instead so that's kind of good but today like the venn diagram of things that i care about crossing over each other 
they were posting like, can someone please make a KK slider version of our albums? Nice. Like I never expected to see me without you talking about KK slider, like back in the day, those were two very disparate things in my head that I loved at the time. Back now they were animal crossing over. Yeah, it's true. And it, and if you, if you look it up, like, um, I guess it was a big thing today on Twitter and I didn't realize it, but they meant like album cover. But when they said, can someone make a KK slider version? Of course, in my head, I'm thinking someone literally going through track by track yeah. and turning it into those KK slider versions of songs that you can find on YouTube. I'd be really, I mean, I'd be really I surprised if, if someone did that. I'd be really surprised if somebody doesn't it, do. Yeah. It was just so, so interesting seeing these, like my worlds colliding in this freaking two disparate elements of my worlds colliding, like in this moment. Somebody's going to somebody's going to at least do one. I'll be real surprised if there's not one out, one song that's turned into oh, KK Slider. You know, there's somebody out there doing it and if you're listening to us, do it, please. That's uh, I mean that that I was going to post that at the end for our YouTube channel, but I I posted like 15 more KK Slider songs from the uh from the Saturday, so there's a lot more stuff on there. We're still getting a lot of comments and stuff and people are still watching them, so Thank you for watching my KK Slider recordings. I if if you guys have a chance, just at least go read all my descriptions because I thought they were pretty funny. I was trying I felt like I was kind of losing my mind while I was posting so many of them. So they sort of get a little bit more insane as you go. So listen to at least, at least read what I wrote about each song on there. I think they're I think they're pretty funny. Check that out at youtube.com slash podcast. But have you still not introduced uh, your partner to the greatness of KK Slider's music, Jeremy? I've I feel very disappointed uh, in you. She's experienced KK Slider because once I, I beat the game when she was, well, no, I guess I didn't beat it when she was around, but the next Saturday when, well, see, KK Slider was back the next day. Yeah, because I beat it that Thursday. Oh, yeah, and then he came back on Friday. KK Slider was back on Friday yeah. because Saturday was the fishing tournament. So that Saturday was when you were posting about how you had figured out how to get him to play Go KK Rider. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had him play that. And I like turned it up really loud, and she's like, "What are you listening to?" And I'm like, "I'm listening to the dog sing." It's a banger, I man. I told her about the dog in the game that I was a fan of, and he's a rock she came star. Out and watched it for a little bit, and I don't think she completely understood, but it's funny. It's fucking she, funny. She knows about <laughs> KK Slider. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, it's. It, I just felt like it was a travesty that you just not share. Well, the we're KK moving Slider. in together, so she's gonna hear more KK Slider. Plus, I've <laughs> I've literally been trying to learn KK Rider on guitar. Yeah. for a couple of years now and there's some really r- rough chords in it that sure, I can't yeah. do but I think eventually I'm going to be able to play that uh-huh. I'm going to be able to cover it and I don't know what I'm going to say because I really don't know the words I actually had a dream I had a dream the other night that I was on a I, it was basically like a Disney ride but I was on the Animal Crossing plane ride and it was supposed to be like Dodo Airlines or whatever and, and my, my old uh, the guy who owned the bar owned, owns the bar that I worked at he was working there because he needed money. So he was working at the Animal Crossing airline. And uh, he also took me aside and told me that they were closing all their bars because of coronavirus in my dream. But uh, <laughs> but also, I ended up – actually, I think this was a different dream. But there was another dream with him where we ended up at this bar and there was this guy playing K.K. Slider covers and he was adding lyrics to him. And I was really upset about that. He was basically play- – <laughs> he was playing the same the song, but he put words in there and it was about like shit. And I'm like – and and I was I was by so was the it, was it kind of like you thought he was like stealing the songs, not like he was doing a cover. No, he said he was doing a cover. I just didn't like oh. that he was making it a, like a song about stuff. I'd rather it was just like 
gibberish. I think it's better that way. And I was Aren't mad. Aren't there actually words to the songs though? And they oh, they like, uh, yeah, you're right. They are. If you watch the gibberish to to make it sound more gibberishy. No, they actually there actually are words to the song. If you watch, and I've mentioned this many a times. Please, for the love of God, find the Animal Crossing anime. It's one of the best video game movies there is. Watch it, because when K.K. Slider performs in there, yes, they translate his music, and there is lyrics to it. So maybe I was forgot about that in the dream. It was a dream. But anyway, I was by the stage, and he asked me if I wanted to sing part of the song, and he put the microphone up to me, and I just made the noise. Hmm. That's <laughs> what I did, and it was funny because I wasn't into a song. But yeah, I've been dreams about KK Slider. That's how much uh, KK Slider and jobs and closing stuff and all that. But yeah, I think uh, I think we're good to move on from Animal Crossing. If anybody wants sure. to say anything more. <laughs> Okay, so the big, the bigger update I thought happened this week, um, and it was kind of going to be the topic for our episode, but Super Mario Maker 2 has what it said was the final big update. Maybe because it's his it final... The final big update. Um, now I, I think that of course, there's going to be updates for, you know, patches here and there for bugs, whatever. But I think they're differentiating. This is just my guess. I have no inside information on this or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they're differentiating updates and DLC. I think there absolutely will be DLC. Oh, yeah. There's no. that spot that's still open on the styles menu. Sure. Nothing in it. Clearly, there's supposed to be something there. And then there's... Also, millions of people who still play the game. It's still popular. Like, if you look up on YouTube, there's new Mario Maker videos every day from a bunch of different creators. Oh, yeah. People still stream um, it. I mean, when we streamed it, we the, got a lot of... We got so a what? lot of... I said people are still streaming it, too, a lot. And, yeah. And we got a lot of people that jumped in and gave us uh, level numbers and all that, and we did it, so... They would be absolutely foolish to not do DLC. Yeah. Now, I know it's not beyond Nintendo to just you know, do the nonsensical thing, but I really do think that there's DLC coming, and that's why they said this is the final update. Well, it said it's that not it, just it, it's an update; it's not DLC. I know? thought I thought the way that it was worded gave basically gave way to what it was going for because it said this is the final big update. So I thought yeah. that there would be future updates, but not as big as this one. Is what I got from it, and maybe they'll be paid DLC, but I figured that it would just be like smaller stuff like it's not going to be as big as this but let's but let's break down let's break down the update real quick like number sure number one uh worlds is like probably the biggest thing now you can take all of your levels and put it into one world and i don't know how much you played the world thing john but uh mm-hmm. you can actually stack your worlds too you can have like world one two three four i think for what how many like eight or something like that in total yeah, I eight think? different worlds so you can have but you can stack them yeah, where like levels in each one i think yeah so you can have like 40 levels yeah you can have 40 levels total is what it said so yeah but, it's pretty good i mean i doubt i'll ever make 40 levels i've only yeah. made three so far yeah i've only made so, two so <laughs> yeah yeah and i didn't put them in a map but but no i, I played I, I played around with them like i went straight to the map i tried it like it came out last night at 11 o'clock so i wanted to make sure and mess around with it a little bit and the first the first world map that I played was from a Super Nom Nom or Super Nyam Nyam, 
It's with it's with the it's I'm the try that one. the Enya, and those levels are fucking awesome. Like they were so like there's like so many different parts working in it that I could not even fathom even thinking about like how to put one thing together on that. But I thought they're really incredible. But they were the ones that were like hold a button or keep running or. No, no, no. They're like they're like oh, machi- I play, I play they're like machines almost, where like one thing goes to another. There was a lot of shit happening in there, and they were incredibly complex, but good. I thought, and I, and th- and those world those were great. That world was great, but then everything after that went downhill from there, <laughs> and that's when yeah, I realized. So I, 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 I basically, I'm I'm kind of disappointed in the world maker. I, I like you know you can do your forty levels and all that stuff, but I think just the way that they deliver them to you or the way that you find them is is just like subpar it's very Honestly, like you just, yeah. they just give you like eight levels randomly yeah. you can pick from eight worlds if you don't like those you hit the refresh button and you get eight, give more. You eight more yeah and it's weird because there's no oh. way there's no way for you to like mark the worlds yeah and there's no way for you to like follow a creator and see if they have worlds as far as i can tell so that's really as far, weird as far as i know though it does seem like your progress is saved once you start playing a world file it is, but, yeah, but I've never but, re- so someone but I've never returned to one this out today. Like since each player can only have one world uploaded, like what if that guy says, you know what, I want to upload a different world? Ooh. I think you So need- you might be getting really into it and then they'll just yeah. can't. Well you need to it's not there anymore. Well, what well I guess that's just like the real world where people get games off of websites and stuff. Well I think the idea I mean, is remember what happened to Flappy Bird. Yeah, well, that game sucks, so we're glad that's gone. <laughs> but uh, no, I think the idea is that you you can stack your worlds. Like, you basically you have them. You can have them progress one into another, like a full game. Like we played this one guy's. We played all the way to like world three on there, mm-hmm. and there's a different map every time. And I think that's what they expect you to do. So yeah, I mean, you would have to worry. I mean, when you, whenever you edit your your level or whatever that you put up, you have to remove it and put it back up. That's the same thing that happened before. So it's not really. I don't think that's that much of a thing, but what really what, what really pissed me off about it is just that you can't really you can't mark a world that you like. Like I really love that super yum yum one, but I yeah. don't know how to find it again. Like I, right. I mean, and I, when you said <laughs> that, I went to go look for it, and I'm like, there's no way to look for super nom nom. No, there isn't. Or, it, well, it just happened like, to show up. On why the, can't I? Yeah. Why why can't I share a level that I like with my friends? And you can't even. It's they weird. I just that, play this great world. You know, you should play it now. Yeah, but you can never find it. Like I can't. I can't share it to you. By I can't now, tell you by to now, look up the name. Yeah, by now in the history of the first Super Mario Maker, you, there was already a website where you could just on your phone, like where you could type in something. I think liked, even, and, and you still can't. Game, you still yeah. can't type in stuff. You still can't type in a word, even yeah. like castle or whatever. You know, and I just I don't understand why you can't even like like somebody's world map. You can only you can only like level by level. You can't like their world map or their collection of levels. Now, see, I saw at the start, like when you go to, you highlight a world you want to play or whatever, there is a heart on there for likes. Yeah, but so I thought I that thought was maybe a. Maybe that meant like once you beat the entire world, then you could like the world. You can't. Which would make sense to me. Like you can't like it until you beat the whole thing. Well, you can't. Are you sure that's not the case? You can't because I've already beat like six worlds. You beat mm-hmm. the world. Okay. I, I beat multiple worlds. Yeah, so I beat a world that I couldn't do anything. Some of them only like take like two minutes. It's not hard to do. I, I beat I beat multiple worlds. No, none of none of them let me rank, rank any of them afterwards. You can only rank it level by level. Also, the ninji numbers. Do you know what that's about? Is that like the amount of time that you've died that people have died on the levels? 
Each level has a ninji standing next to it with either. with a number, and I think that's how many times. I, I think it's supposed to show like how hard the level is. I think it's trying to show like maybe everybody who's tried it. Maybe it's everybody who's tried it and not everybody who's actually. I mean, I thought the ninji ones were speedruns. No, I'm talking about the worlds. It, when you go into the world map, oh. I could show it. I could. I was like, I could show it to you on the game, but no, you. It, it shows the world map. And it'll basically show these little ninja fuckers, and you can actually get rid of them, thankfully. Like, if you don't want to see them, you can take them off there. But it shows they're, they're just standing all over the map, and it'll have a number next to whatever the course is. And I figured maybe that was the amount of people that died, but I think it makes more sense the amount of people that played it. Yeah, see, look right here. You can see the, you see the number. Oh, so that's what they, okay. See those little I didn't ninja guys? Ninjas being in the way, like, on the map. But you can get rid of them if you press the X button; they'll go away. But it but it shows a number, and and normally the number decreases. The first one is always the largest amount of numbers, so it would make sense that maybe that's how many people have played it, maybe not how many have died. You know, because I went to this one place that was really hard, and it said nine hundred ninety nine on the first level, and everything else after that was like in the teens. And I'm like, well, they couldn't have dropped the difficulty that much between the two levels. But I don't know. An- another thing about the world map, though, I want to say is I feel like they found a way to torture you even more than, than just doing like, cause if you find one level that you hate, you can just hit minus and get out of it. But what if you're in a whole selection of levels that you hate, you have to, you have to exit one level and then you have to exit that world. So it makes it harder for you to get rid of something that somebody's made that has terrible level design. So they can almost like get you, you know, torture even more with their bad levels when they have a whole map that you're stuck in. That's kind of what I noticed when I was trying to, because I bought that, beat that Nom Nom one, and I thought it was really cool. And then I went to the next one, and I was like, well, I'll play through this one, too. And those levels were just, like, bad. They were all, like, chasing for the giant coins, and they're, like, all like that. And I wonder how hard it would be. They were just boring, can, and I didn't want to play anymore. And I was like, can't copy assets. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool if we could, like, collaborate to make a Mario world, the three of us. Yeah. I mean, I that can. That would be really cool. I can, yeah, I that's could, not, damn, that's another thing I don't like that you just brought up. Yo, why, why can't you collaborate worlds like that? That'd be really cool. Yeah, right. How cool would it be to make like yeah, Super Nintendo main world or something? Yeah, because I could I could download your worlds, but I can't upload that because they're your worlds or whatever. Yeah, and you can't edit the, the the assets. Isn't there? Even though you have the same ones, wasn't there also supposed to be a thing, John, where you can like can you search by Switch friend anymore? Or is that not? Didn't they add something like that where you? There was show- supposed to be a thing where you could do invites. Like, but there you was know, you a could, you there, could invite players to. There was another come play with Mario Maker two. Yeah, I don't know if that ever happened. There was a different thing that you said that's already in there that you can change in your profile. The I guess you can share more stuff to your to your friends, but it's only friends in the game. I didn't mess around with it. You you put it on the Slack. Oh the, yeah, let me you remind done. myself what did I write on the Slack? I don't know. I, I'm not looking at the Slack right now. But there's a there's something about there's something about sharing more stuff in your maker oh, profile. There was, yeah, there was something that that I mistook that I thought what meant oh you can share levels, but you can what it is you can share your your stats basically. Actually, okay, so this is a side thing, but I just noticed it right now. While I was looking through your stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, now in your profile, there's there's a little thing in the corner that's a Mario balloon. That's that's how you get back to any of the worlds that you haven't fully beat. You can actually, I, it has three worlds right now that I haven't completed. So if I jump right into oh, that, it'll t- cool. it'll take me right back to the world map that I was at. So I don't have to try to find it. So that's cool. So there is a way to get to them, 
but I don't know if you can get back to the ones that you already beat. But yeah, I, you were saying there's a way to share more stuff now in your profile? Yeah, like how fast you beat a level or whatever so that you know, basically you could look and say, oh, I can beat that time and you can jump on and try to beat me or something yeah. like that. So I guess profiles were never a big thing in Mario. Like you could, you had them, but you weren't like, it wasn't like it was like a, a yeah. statistics or whatever. Yeah, they didn't uh, keep as much, I guess. But aside from the world, I mean, the world maps are cool. That is something that I like. What about, what about the very fact that they gravitated to the Mario world like style? Like, yeah, not have multiple styles. I don't understand that. It is kind of strange that they were just like, like world. And like, you even see that in all the ones you can try. It's like super whatever world. Yeah, they put so, your name in there. And it's uh yeah it, it goes straight to the Super Nintendo one, but you can put different. They don't all have to be Super Nintendo ones. They can be different different types. They don't, but it would. But because of like I, in the couple of worlds I played, the stylistic difference I don't know was a little hard to to stomach for it to feel consistent. Like sure, I would like the overhead map to be consistent with the the. So if I wanted to make a a game in the style of Mario three, I want Mario three maps. Yeah, right. You, know. you can make multiple. Like you could switch one world right. as as sixteen bit, and next is new Super Mario or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it is kind of weird that they didn't yeah. include that in there. The world feels kind of like slapped together. Right. I mean, maybe they'll. Yeah, maybe like, they'll it's add, great that we can play yeah. Mario levels back to back. I mean, that's still a I, lot I'm, more fun than just playing a random and really cool. Levels. And really cool, we can do it because it was very very early. And the the release of the original Super Mario Maker, where people are like, we can't make worlds. Like that was just like a very early complaint. Yeah, a lot of people that you couldn't consolidate your levels into some sort of thing. It took so long, really long. Like when they finally did it, it feels like you said, feels slapdash. Yeah, even though there is a, I I do like that you can. Disappointing. I don't know if you guys noticed that you can put different Toad houses in there. Like there's there's different uh, bonus games that you can do. I thought they were oh, all yeah. just the matching one, but just got to one, and I posted on Twitter. But po- the one where the the guy's like throwing baseballs at the house, and the skinny Mario like opens the door and yells at you, and just like bah, 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 bah. this is pretty funny. I saw a video of that one. Yeah, yeah. There, there's different versions of uh, of mini games in there that you can do, and you can also put like poisonous mushrooms on there that'll like attack you as you're walking past them sort of like walking characters in mario 3 that happened to me in a level as well but there's also like mushroom houses where you can get extra lives but one one and i I do want to say this now before i forget but as, as far as the mario the world maps go they did actually solve that problem that jess and i were talking about so long ago where like where we wanted to play like harder courses but we wanted more lives because some people, like that Nam Nam guy, he gave you like 99 lives to start off with. So mm-hmm. if you want to go through the levels and try to figure them out, you can die multiple times and it's fine. And that's really what I wanted. And they did kind of fix that with the world map because I guess you can pick however many lives you have to start off with. And he went with 99 and you could also get multiple lives in each of the levels. So you can make your you can make it more of like a puzzle game, but you're not penalized for like not figuring out until you lose like your four lives that you're getting to start with in the, you know, in the, in the regular Mario hardcore thing. So I appreciate that. I feel like that's kind mm-hmm. of a bandaid to what they had before, because it was either annoying. We do, we only play like easy and normal courses and easy courses are boring and normal courses can be okay. But then there's ones that, that you like, but you lose too many lives and you end up getting a game over. Cause you don't start, cause you don't start with so many lives. Like, 
I feel like they kind of, there's a way around that now with the world map. So that is like a positive side to it for sure. But let's talk about the other stuff that's in there. There, there's a there's a new suit for like all of the different versions of the levels. There's a, a Super Mario Brothers two thing, which I haven't really seen anybody do much levels with, unfortunately. Same. I did a cool one. Um, I played a cool level. It was like a short and sweet kind of thing. Yeah, we but had I- to use the Mario two mushroom to like jump over spikes, and it was a snow level too. So you had to throw a snowball across the level to hit a power to get rid of the the black chompy things. Yeah. Were, um, you, were you able to pretty, I was pretty impressed that, that the guy had to level up within like an hour of the update. So he just obviously kind of thought about this beforehand. And, and once the update happened, he went ahead and made it. Well, we, um, uh, that was a cool one. If you could find that it was in the top 10 somewhere. Yeah. Well, Jess and I, we went through, we did like a detailed search and we said like past 30 days. And we basically played every level that we found that was posted the 21st and 22nd. And we actually found a lot of really, really cool stuff like using – I think the best levels that we found were the ones using all the different heads that you get for the Mario 3D World stuff. Oh, yeah. Like the so, – so there's like a bullet bill head and there's like a cannon head. And there's like a pow head and there's a, a propeller head that you get where you turn into these different blocks that do different things. And there were a lot of really cool levels like that. Plus there's – all of the Koopalings are in there and they all act differently. We saw a bunch of different levels with those. But as far as far as the heads, the heads are only for the 3D world. There's uh, what is it, the boomerang guy? I think is also only for 3D mm-hmm. world. And uh, what is it? New Super Mario Brothers. You added the acorn suit, which I didn't really see anybody use much of that. But the and Super Mario World is the um, is the the balloon that blows up Mario or Luigi or whoever. But it's different now. Now if you hold jump or or Y or whatever, you kind of like have this little basically this air come out of you and you can move faster. So the controls in that are completely, completely different from the Super Nintendo version. Like, they're way, 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 way different. I haven't played one of those yet. I played played a few of those. Also, uh, Frog Mario has been added to the Super Mario Mario 3 one, which is cool. You can run on the water. Yeah, if you're carrying stuff, you can run on the water, which actually played some... Yeah, the running on the water thing was pretty cool. I played some cool levels like that, so... But I really really like the Mario Brothers 2 thing and how you can walk on characters and pick them up and all that. But we didn't really find any levels with that in there. Like just from, it was mostly the Mario 3D World stuff. But there was a lot of stuff that, that brought, people put in there. That, brought, that brings me to another issue, though. Is like, why can't you search for a level that has just a, has the Super Mario Brother Two Mushroom? There right, should be a filter option in the search. Like, should, I want to yeah. play a level that has the bullet thing that shoots out of your face. You know. Boom, there it is. <laughs> the bullet thing is fun, actually. Well, it's like it doesn't shoot yeah, okay. out of you. Oh, yeah, you, there's the cannon shoots out of your face. But the bullet bill is fun, fun where you, you basically hold jump and you can glide across glide across the level. And once you let go, you'll drop and you do it again. There's a lot of really – I've seen some really unique stuff on there. Like basically look for stuff that's posted – that was posted the 22nd, the 21st and after and you'll find I mean, I've a lot been of a, I've been a bullet bill before, so I'm not that excited about it. <laughs> oh, okay, old news. Yeah. Well, in 3D world, you were, but uh, not in a. Or in a, no, in a Odyssey. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, you were a lot of things there, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it basically brought me back to Super Mario Maker, and I haven't played Super Mario Maker since we streamed it. So, I mean, that's that's good for me. I, I mean, I I played it for a few hours, and I somewhat enjoyed some of the levels in the world map, and D- Jess and I had a good time, like just looking through the new levels and looking at all the new stuff they've added in there, you know? So that was pretty cool. So it's, I, I, mean, want the, I want them to do more to like actually 
you know what you're saying like yeah promote be able to promote levels to your friends be able yeah. to save your favorite levels through some sort of mobile app or something like man the wii u had it right because not only was the interface better the interface was like infinitely better but it had that that separate app which wasn't even an app it was a website so you didn't need to like download something special you just went mm-hmm. to the website and you could do it on your mobile phone sure i don't think Nintendo should learn something from the game they put out just a month ago. Yeah, I was going to say, what make about Animal Crossing? Social, yeah. It, like, explodes in popularity. And Mario Maker, I think it was popular for a moment, but kind of, you know, it's not as big as it could be. It's if safe. you just added the social element where you could share levels to your friends um, or share levels to Facebook or YouTube or wherever you want to share them right from the game. Yeah. Like, oh, that would make it just go crazy. But yeah, I, I mean, know. you can like, I mean, you could do it the same way you would in Animal Crossing. We have to take a picture of it and go to your menu and then share it to whatever thing through there. But it's but it's but Animal Crossing, at least like if any of your friends that maybe haven't even met on Animal Crossing, but they're friends of yours through the system. And if their gates are open, you can automatically go to their towns like you wouldn't have had to like talk to them or whatever in real life if you just met them through Facebook or whatever. Like that's that's a much it's so weird that they didn't add that to Super Mario Maker, where you can just look at what friends you have through your Switch and look at whatever their levels are right. and what they've made and just go straight to there. I was hoping that maybe they would follow suit with what they did in Animal Crossing and let you do that, but they didn't, so sucks. And they're, I guess they're not going to because this is the final. Well, this is the final. I wouldn't expect that kind of thing in, in the, DLC, but. This is the final yeah. big update, though. I think that. I think there'll be minor twink. There'll be minor tweaks, of course. It's the final big update. I felt like the way that was yeah. worded will get extra stuff. So hopefully they'll tweak it. But it, I would figure that if they were gonna, they would have put it in here, right? So it's kind of like a missed opportunity, right? But regardless, I still like. I mean, I like having the world maps in there. That's cool. I wish. But you're right. It, they definitely need more stuff. You know, way to search for stuff. Which that actually kind of segues into another one of our news things: the uh, the Nintendo app that's out for for japan do you think there might be a possible thing in that because that's a different thing right from the one where you can buy games and have them like loaded onto your system through the app there could be something in there that, it that would help a you bit like what the parental control app was but an actual like app just for people like where you can see a bunch of your stats and stuff yeah but who knows right, and you can buy nintendo merchandise or whatever well you can also, also buy yeah a direct link to the you can buy direct. games well it's like you could kind of do it through the website but you can buy games and have your system download them while you're at work you know for people who still yeah. can work but uh yeah yeah and it, but it's but there's also the possibility that they would have a mario maker addition to that where you could look for you could search for stuff like jeremy was talking about with the with with the website maybe they're maybe that's what they're planning on doing with that where they're going to add it to that app which it's really weird that it isn't already on the Nintendo app because you can you can type shit on Animal Crossing through that, but maybe they wanted to do it on the other app. I don't know. That's yeah. what I think says, could be that. Uh, the users can create their own pages, wish lists, track the Switch's activity log, access QR codes at the Nintendo Tokyo store mm-hmm. and other Nintendo events. Yeah. So, so it could be something in there as well, but I'm interested. I'm surprised that, yeah, I didn't really hear anything about it until today, so... Me neither. I'm, I'm interested to see because I always wanted to do that parental advisory thing, but I didn't want to mess around with parental locks on my Switch because I was afraid that I don't know. I don't want to accidentally lock myself out of something or something like that. I, I don't think like, early on that was the like only way you could stuff. find out like how many hours you put into Breath of the Wild or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to mess so around. That's why with I that. remember getting it. Yeah, but I got rid of it since then. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. But if it's something that works, I still got that, it, and I'm cool. not allowed to play between the you know after bedtime. <laughs> Which is when? <laughs> You're such a good parent to yourself. Six right, in the morning. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's. Uh, if that if that's all you did, you guys say enough about Super Mario Maker Two? Any final thoughts? I think I covered most of it, right? Yeah, I, I think, think so. that's. I mean, overall, it was a it was a really hearty update. Yeah, I'm. 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 The good old days when they would just have yeah custom Nintendo levels to show off the new perks, like. Sure. Oh yeah, I was so surprised about that. Like, why didn't they make a level themselves when yeah. when the update came on? I was like, cool, let me play something, and there was nothing to play. I had to wait like an hour until people actually made something. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I felt like, yeah, even the original one, you could follow like Nintendo Incorporated. I feel like they did a lot more. Like they did a lot of promo stuff, but they also did have the amiibo, the the amiibo scanning on there. We could do. Because I felt like there were a lot of shit, like, promoting Pokemon events and, like, right. even, like, the the weird Japanese Cat Mario show. Like, you could play around with that or, like, NHK stuff even. And it was – I felt like they had a lot more shit on there to do, like, events that they would add in the in the old one than the, than the new one. So, it's like, weird. Why wouldn't they make their own <laughs> Nintendo world and showcase all the new stuff in that world, like, to sort of bring it all together – that would have been cool. Yeah, right. Play our new world. You can see what a world is like and try out all the new stuff. <laughs> you want to see what a world's like? Well, here's my world. Uh, suck it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's what it's looking like to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It's a weird way to present it, but I'm just happy there's new stuff in there. But honestly, if anybody has contact with Nintendo or this Nintendo, add a fucking way to search by, yeah, by like, you should be able to search for Link levels. You should be able to search for Super Mario Brothers 2, like Mushroom levels. It's so dumb that you can't. It's you just make that relatively small tweak to the game, it would like just take it so much further. It's so frustrating. I know, yeah, for sure. Well, okay, I just want to go through some news really quick here. Here is the news. I promise you it's the news. I'll talk about purchases. Um, Trials of Mana is coming out this Friday. That's my pick of the week. I'm not actually getting it, but if anybody has an extra $50, I really enjoyed the demo. That's the... Best game of this week, I think. There's a Splatoon demo coming out where you can play most of the stuff, I think, aside from the single player, right? You can do Salmon Run. You can do Turf Wars. I think you can do the rank stuff, too, right? And, and team and the team stuff. As far as I can tell, it was everything but, yeah, the single player mode, which I thought was an add-on anyway, wasn't it? Single player? No. Well, not for me, originally. The single player was what I bought the game for. <laughs> it was because it looked like Super Mario Galaxy. That's why I liked it so much. And then I ended up buying playing the multiplayer as well. But no, there was a second round of single player mode. The, the octo the octo expansion was the add on. Yeah. When it was really hard and I couldn't beat it, and I'm still sad about that. But you can download the demo now. Is why I mentioned it. It is actually up on the site, and I'd like to stream it with all three of us. That means that you got to start downloading now, John, because I remember last time it took like a day or something to oh, download. Right. So get on that. But another thing, I actually just downloaded it, and it was really quickly done, but Ninjala is up for download. It says pre-purchase, and I think it comes out next week, but it's free, and I downloaded it already. So I already have Ninjala on my system. That was that that one game that kind of looked like Splatoon that was free to play that we talked about. It was in the Indie Direct, right? Or was it in the regular Direct? I don't remember. I thought it was in the Indie one. but I think it was in the Indie one. But that's around the corner, too, and you can download that right now. And it's only like a gig, so I downloaded it in a few minutes. So that's our big uh, big 
releases. Of course, we talked about the updates for the week. There's uh, new versions of Fire Emblem on the Famicom version of the uh, Nintendo Switch Online. I just wanted to mention that, just that there's like SP versions on there. Maybe I'll go back and try it again. It's still not in English, so it's hard to play, but because it's like the Fire Emblem anniversary right now, so I think that's uh, part of it. Also, uh, all the Capcom games are on sale again till the 28th. I want to mention it just because they're dirt cheap. Resident Evil Revelations are like $9.99. Same with uh, Okami. Okami was kind of a game that I, I thought about playing again, but I have it on Wii. I could play that version, I guess. But it's such a pretty game, and you know, if you're tired of seeing all the dumb shit in this world, you can just you know bury yourself in the Okami world where everything's all pretty, and you get to run around as this nice looking wolf, and you know help the world build itself back up, and all that. It's could be uh, redeeming it was a after all this. Flea the whole time. Yeah, yeah, the talking flea dude. But yeah, that that was worth mentioning. I thought that was in there. Oh yeah, let's talk about these Best Buy leaks. Which actually, I was able to look at the. I was actually able to go to the Metroid Prime Trilogy site on oh, Be- on Best Buy, and it, it all it said was uh, not available anymore. But it did say Metroid Prime Trilogy Switch, so yeah. either somebody's playing a prank or they're fucking with us. So. I thought it was like maybe somehow it was it was referencing the Wii version, and it and it said not available anymore, right? Yeah, like, but it says Switch. It was on some it. kind of mistake, hiccup or whatever. But if that, the fact that it said not available anymore. Or no longer in stock or something like that, versus yeah, like not available yet. You know that that's a different thing. Well, now it says now it says page not found. So they did they did right. they did remove it. But I was able to go to it and it said switch. It said that's the first thing I thought too that maybe it was like a Wii, you know the Wii one. But but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure maybe it's in the works. I, I know I was said that it probably wasn't because I had to rework the controls and all that, but. We'll see. I mean, I have Metroid. I have Metroid Prime Trilogy on my Wii U. I can play it whenever I want. So, if it if it is some sort of surprise drop, I definitely won't get it right now. You know, because I already have it. But also, uh, was it Super Mario 3D World? Was uh, yeah, that was another listing that appeared on the Best Buy website. Yeah, that one. I mean, yeah. that one. That one I think is probably true because they've released everything else from Wii U to Switch, and it's going to be pretty much a direct port. So, right. We had the rumors floating from couple weeks ago about all the Mario games. So, yeah, yeah, I say absolutely on that one. Yeah. I mean, it, once again, I already have that. I've never – I haven't bought anything that was ported to Wii U from Switch, really, or from Wii U to Switch, I think. Yeah, I don't think I got any of the ones that were ported, so. You I'm bought not... – uh, no, no, you bought um, Breath was... of the Wild. Oh, yeah, I did buy that one. You're right. But it wasn't – they were released at the same time. But I bought it at, at a cheap – I think I bought it for like 20 or 30 so it was way cheaper than it would have been, so – I did buy it. Yeah, you're right. I did buy that one, Breath of the Wild. But, yep, there's those. We talked about the Splatoon demo. If anybody hasn't played Splatoon 2, I highly recommend to play it. It's a great game. We played it. We streamed it the other day. Uh, Jeremy and I did. And I had a, you know, somebody actually was watching us and I got their friend code and I played with them for like another hour. And it was, fun, and I had fun with it. And even playing with us, you know, playing with people watching us, they were they were way way better than I was. But it was fun to play with them, regardless. And they just uh, they just texted me on the through the chat, and I just talked through them through the stream. But yes, Platoon Two is great. I mean, I wish it's interesting to me that they are doing this free demo after they retired the the Splatfest. Oh yeah, and yeah, we, don't you think? Yeah, we, we didn't even talk about that. They're bringing back the most disgusting and first Splatfest. For Splatoon 2. They're bringing back the fucking mayo versus ketchup again. Ugh. (laughs) 
I, I remember Jess would get so grossed out when we talk about that. But uh, yeah, it's um, if you're not familiar with the Splatfest, you basically choose a different side, and each each of you, you know, you fight to see, you like vote for ketchup or mayor or whatever. And and in this one, your ink will change to ketchup or mayo. It'll basically be white or red. Oh, so gorgeous. so it makes it even look look grosser because you know the idea of the game. You're playing. You're painting the area. Whoever like tags the most area and has the most ink there wins. So you have all this like white and red all over the place, and it's gross. And now we get to deal with that all over again. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm for it to turn a crust in the sun. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy for I'm happy for a Splatfest to be back. Like, thank God. I am too. And how, I mean, we were just mourning that a couple weeks ago. Like, why we were, yeah. don't they bring Splatfest back? And this is this is happening. But it's not until like the end of May, right? Uh, it's happening. No, it's at the end of April. It's actually next weekend. So this weekend, this weekend is the Tetris Maximus, and next weekend is the Splatoon two uh, battle. I think right? maybe okay. Yeah. So I I. Do you remember now Jeremy posted that? I'd forgotten about that, but I think maybe what happened uh, is it's a, it starts on the twenty third of May in the UK. Oh, really? It's not part about. It's not part of the free demo. May twenty third is yeah. Oh shit! I thought I was hoping it was part of the free demo so everybody could play on the Splatfest. That's not true. Yeah. Oh no. wait, hold on. Nope, it's not included. The Splatfest is not included. Oh, that, that's a shame. Okay, well, it's not next weekend. Then it's a it's a ways from now. It's the end of next month. But that gives me a lot of time to stock up on ketchup and mayo. That's a good, gives you a lot of time to. Uh, every time I go to the grocery store, every like two to three weeks, I'll buy a bottle of each. You can uh, practice. Yeah, one off, one off. Splatfest kicks off. Yeah, five. Yeah, twenty second to twenty fourth. Well, sorry, anybody. So I wonder who, if they were just looking at like. Sorry, people who don't okay, have. So we got everybody at home. What more can we do? And and they said, oh well, remember Splatoon two, which we supposedly retired a couple of months ago. Let's just bring that back. Yeah, I mean people are still playing it. Like I had no I had no trouble getting into a match when I jumped onto there. It's like I was right in one. I was in I was in a match quicker than I than it takes to get to Tetris ninety nine, I feel like. It was super it was super quick. I was like boom, you're in there. So But yeah, I encourage everybody to try the demo and hopefully, you know, maybe they'll do a sale or something on it and people can buy it. It's a it's an excellent game. Definitely get it's it. It's a wonderful game. It's one of my top most played on my Switch. Yeah, mine too. It's in my top four. I, I know that Animal Crossing has surpassed it, but it was it was my my top for a while. It's the top. Yeah, but not, I don't know. Splatoon is much more active gameplay. It is, yeah, for sure. And you still got to play through that single player, man. It's fun. Go back and play that single player whenever you get tired of Animal Crossing. Be a good one to beat. Get, get some extra points for it being. I mean, it's not the original Splatoon that I've barely touched. Yeah, good luck with that one because, well, I guess you could... You could remap your buttons afterwards because they swap the they swap the jump from like Y to B in between those, so it's kind of hard to go back and forth to. But uh, right, pretty much right at the end of our last episode, they announced Burnout Paradise Remastered has a release date. It's coming out on the nineteenth of June. June's kind of crowded for me because was it Clubhouse Games comes out in June too, right? think so, yeah. And so does uh, Trails of Cold Steel. But Trails of Cold Steel is at the end of June, so maybe I can bend my rule a little bit and get it at the beginning of July with that, with with the money that, I, that I'd spend. Because I don't know what's happening in July yet. But also, Star Wars Episode Racer got announced, has a date. It's uh, coming out the 12th, seven days before my birthday, and it is fourteen ninety nine, which I think is a little high, but hopefully there's some 
there should be some online multiplayer on there for that price, I think. Otherwise, it should be like eight bucks, which I don't know. I think it's just, yeah, I think it just via, it says via split screen right now. But, but yeah, we talked about that game. It is a lot of fun. It's got to be one of the most pop. Like, there's got to be so many copies of that game out there. There is, yeah. The I mean, it, cartridge. I don't think it's expensive to get, yeah, the the regular cartridge. So, so yeah, those are the game announcements. Uh, we talked about the bots and stuff. I think we need to talk about the 3DS stuff. Is there uh, anything- Nintendo accounts have been hacked. That's pretty important to mention. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, one of our listeners and uh, watchers on the Twitch, Jesse Dunn, he uh, actually happened to him. We heard about it firsthand oh, no. from him. Yeah, no, he uh, he was actually told us last time we streamed that he was unable to get online with his account because it was hacked and somebody three hundred dollars worth of V bucks stole from. He said he, he said he was recompensated Fortnite, from yeah. Nintendo, but yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> Did you say Fortnite? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they they stole some uh, V bucks from him for Fortnite. So he was he was unable to get online or use his Nintendo. ID at the at the moment because of all this shit. So so it has happened already, and we've heard about it firsthand. So there is that. So if you haven't already, make sure you've enabled the two factor authentication. I thought I thought I did, but I actually found out that I did not. So so do you have the website, to log into your Nintendo account. And it's under settings somewhere. Make sure you got that enabled. Do you have to like? Do you get a text every time you try to go to the eShop, or like how does it work? No, like, use the Google Authenticator app. So okay. you just, I think you just log in, you know, one time and 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 it sends you a code to the authenticator app, which then you got to enter back into Nintendo's website. Oh, okay, I thought it was like because because some things have a two point thing where you you log in and you get a like Twitch does that, like you log mm-hmm. in and you get a button and you get a number text to you and then you put that in, like it has to go, it only goes to your to your phone, uh, obviously, hopefully, you know, and you log in twice with it, so I don't know. We'll have to mess around. I'll have to try to mess it around, talk about it next week. One thing I think is important, it's in Nintendo, but it's actually not Nintendo. Um, Sega saying that they're thinking about porting the Sega arcade game, which we've talked about. We played it at the uh, Galloping Ghosts. But they're talking about port, you know, use, doing, a, doing, a, doing it as a Sega Ages game. And... You know, all the Sega Ages games are on Switch, so I don't understand why they wouldn't be. And it was actually reported by my Nintendo News as well. But I don't know how they would do that because that's a trackball game. Uh, I don't know. It would be so hard to play. I mean, it would not be as good as using the trackball. Yeah, true. You'd have to have – well, they, they've done – I don't know. Is M2 doing all the Sega Ages stuff as well? Yeah, they are. So they've done some really good – they've done some really good ports. So I'd say if anybody Without could do it right. Without the though, it's like – it would be like Sonic 3D Blast. Like it's, I don't see how it would be any different than that. Yeah, they'd have to figure out some sort of way to to change it. Well, they were able to like do the turning stick and kind of switch that on the SNK version. I don't know. Anyway, regardless, I still want to play it just because I think it looks cool and I think it looks way better than the Sonic 3D Blast did. So I don't know. Maybe they, maybe if you play it handheld, you can do some sort of touchscreen like trackball yeah, roll in it. I don't know. But regardless, they did say that the Sega Sonic the Hedgehog has never been ported before, dot, dot, dot. So they they are working on it, supposedly. So I would love, I mean, I would like to play it regardless, just because I think that game looks cool. And it, yeah, you will be losing something without the trackball, but I don't know. Arcade ports are, I like those. 
especially I mean, if something it lets like you hook that. up a USB mouse, you can just flip the mouse over and like swipe your finger over the bottom part. Of it. Hey, you could actually. This yeah, is true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because all the USB stuff that you can put on there. Thing. So we do have a reader question. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we do. We did get a reader question this week from uh, Ginzu three thousand. Yes. He said, uh, and the question is, he said we could paraphrase it, so we'd have to read all of it. But it sure. was, it was on the subject of completing games because you know mm. I've been doing this Doomsday back backlog, and he's actually he's participating in our Doomsday backlog competition. Which don't forget about that. That if you tweet at me or send me a direct message of you know of the picture of your credits with your face on there or whatever. You can, uh, we'll be, we've been tallying points and actually we're pretty neck and neck, uh, Ginzu and I are. So I think we have like a point, uh, I think we're like one point difference between the two of us. But I know he just, I know he just finished Final Fantasy 12, which is pretty awesome. Just, just beat, beat that game, which That's I've impressive. never played all the way through. So, uh, and I think he's working on Xenoblade Chronicles 2 right now from, from what I can tell. But Dear Nintendo Me Podcast was working on the backlog challenge, finishing FF12 got me thinking. When are when you are close to completing a game, do you have people interrupt you? It seems like a lot of the time, all heck breaks loose when credits are about to roll. In my house, my eldest son, who is twenty three tomorrow, happy birthday. happy birthday! Oh, and also happy birthday to one of our patrons, Edwin Garcia. Happy birthday, dude! Yeah, happy birthday, Edwin. And uh, yeah, happy birthday to both of you, Cameron and Edwin. Also experiences this and purposely tries to wait on closing out a game for our home to be empty. So this one, uh, nowadays, I most of the time I play, I play alone, and I kind of giggled a little bit at it because I was like, "Well, John, you probably don't have to worry about anybody uh, trying to get in on, in on your TV while you're while you're beating a game or getting to the no, credits." I live by myself, of. so yeah, I can and do that all I want, play games all I want, whatever. Most of the time, when I play, I play by myself. Like, I guess some of the times, like when I beat Ease, when I beat Skies of Arcadia, like those were streamed, so it was kind of like. It was at a weird time. Also, I beat I beat uh, Ease when Jeremy was here, when you were sleeping in the living room, <laughs> because I was streaming it and I played it till like seven in the morning or something, and finally made it through. But oh, that's right. yeah, I had to leave early that yeah. next morning. Most of the time, I play through the game by myself, so I don't really have to deal with that. But when I was when I was in high school, I would like there were games that I would save because I remember playing I remember playing Super Mario RPG at my dad's house in Florida, like for my senior trip or whatever. And uh, I had gotten to the last boss, and I actually stopped playing so I could wait until I got home to beat it. And there, and I used to do that when I was in high school, when I had more of a, I guess, less control around my gaming time. When I got almost to the end of a game, I would wait until I got back to my mom's house, and then I beat it there, like in my free time. You know, I guess out of fear of being interrupted or whatever. Even though the first time I did, first time I did beat Final Fantasy VI was with my sis, was with my sister and my brother-in-law because he actually played second player and he like helped me do all of the moves uh, for whatever his name is. Who's the guy who has all the special moves, Jeremy Saban. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my brother-in-law, he did all the, he did all the moves for that. He just like kept doing the, the circle move or whatever for Saban for that final, for that final boss. So, yeah, so I did that, but yeah, most of the time I just do it at home. So I don't really have to deal with anybody interrupting. What do you, what do you say, Jeremy? I would say that well, particularly about like the endings to games. Yeah, my big my big problem is that I'll like go out of my way like with certain games to like put the ending off as long as I can, so I can savor it. 
And then there'll be some night where I'm like feeling impulsive for whatever reason. Maybe I'm like, it's not happening as much anymore, but maybe I got back from the bar or something and I've had a few drinks in me and I want to play some video games. And like, suddenly I'm just like, I'm just going to see if I can beat it now. Like that happened with Zelda with breath of the wild. Oh, sure. Yeah. Cause I got home from the yeah. bar and I was, I, I was five or six drinks in, you know? And, uh, I had just been waiting, waiting, waiting to go like actually fight Ganon. And I had, uh, kind of in my head i was like i don't think i'm ready yet i don't think i'm ready yet and i went and i beat him like my first try and i was just yeah and you're for, like, me, that, okay. for me that's how i ruin it for myself without other people in the house to ruin it for me because the next day i woke up and things were a little hazy i'm like yeah i went to the bar you know and oh god i beat zelda <laughs> like, oh, oh, god. the game's over now that's almost as bad as when you woke up to like Oh, I bought I bought Mega I bought a uh, Metal Gear Twin Snakes, <laughs> <laughs> like, like stuff like that, like random purchases that you made. Uh, don't remember purchasing, which has yeah, that's also happened. Which is it's a wonderful thing. The day I woke up with a guitar in my bedroom, I was like, oh yeah, I bought a guitar last night. Yeah. I actually, like, walked to somebody's house and bought it, and then walked it to my house. Oh wow. Um, no, like uh, yeah, that's in my experience living alone for quite a while now, and also my game times generally by myself. I just generally ruin it for myself. Mm. I do it a lot. I think, I mean, depending on what the game is, like Breath of the Wild was an event. Like we, I, I think we all, I think Jess and I and Conan too, I think we all watched the ending or I was like, I'm going to beat it. And then we all just kind of sat on the couch and just, just, they all watched me play the end of it, you know, cause it, cause, cause Breath of the Wild and John hasn't even beaten that yet, which I haven't yet. I still, I still feel like you should do that, but it's like, Breath of the Wild is so big that it's like, when do you decide that you want to end it? Like, do you want to try to get everything? Or for me, it was like, yeah, I want to try to get everything. But then at a certain point, I'm like, nah, I'm kind of tired of getting stuff. I'm just going to go to the end and meet it. You know, I just, I was ready to be done. And, and also you have all that DLC stuff, John, that, that waiting for you, which, which is great because once you get, like I said, once you get that motorcycle, it's, you don't want to get it when you have nothing to do because then it's not that fun. But if you still have stuff to explore with the motorcycle, then it's cool, you know? True. Yeah, that's what I was it's thinking. Better that way. Maybe when I do ease off of Animal Crossing, maybe I can go back to Zelda. I've been thinking about that. You should, man. You should uh, head back over to that one, or like, uh, what was I thinking about? Uh, that other one, that really hard game that you that you like, uh, Cuphead. You try that one again too. <laughs> I can make that too. Certainly, yeah. <laughs> among among many others, but that's a game I'm confident I won't beat. And forget about beating. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I beat Cuphead last night. That's not going to happen. Yeah, you, you remember that because it's so... <laughs> no, you'll beat Cuphead and then you'll have the like hangover afterward from Cuphead. Yeah. yeah. Well, on the, on the... on the Well, not on the subject of that, but moving on. Uh, it also, he also wondered if we have a preferred gaming spot or setup. I mean, I know that many of us do. And uh, room, time of day, beverage, snacks for when you are just chilling mid-game or hunkering down for the final pushing to an epic journeys and we we kind of answered that a little bit i have a i basically have two spots i have my office you know slash recording room where we record this where i have uh you know my tube tv and my i think it's a 30 inch tv in here hd tv and i you know anything that i'm streaming i'll play in here or if i just need like some somewhat of a more like compact area where i just kind of want to be somewhere where nobody's going to talk to me i just go in here and play games and uh, and I also have the the big TV in the living room, which I've actually been using a lot more because of the headphones and the wire, the Bluetooth, and all that. But yeah, that's basically what I do. And I mostly just, you know, depending on what you know, I rarely drink beers while I'm playing because it's a lot of games I don't really want to be that drunk to play them. Like like Jeremy was saying, I don't want to like 
forget a part or like accidentally do a part and then not remember what I played, like depending on what the game is. So most of the time I play sober, but I'll drink like, I don't know, tea or milk or whatever. It's kind of, it's kind of my thing and maybe some crackers if I'm hungry, but most of the time I don't really snack on anything. I just play. And, and during this right now, I've just been, you know, hang out with Jess until she goes to bed. And then I play from maybe like, I don't know, like 12 or one till about like seven is what I've been doing. <laughs> unless I, unless I'm getting bored with the game early and I just want to go to bed early, I'll go to bed at like five or six. But, but last night I was, I was, you know, adamant about beating Luigi's Mansion. So I did stay up till about six thirty, getting, getting through that game. So it depends, but yeah, that's normally what I did even before the, even before the lockdown. You know, when I was able to, when I was like had days off, I would just stay up till like six in the morning or so and just play whatever I wanted to play. And then when Jess was working, I would just play all day. You know, if I had a Saturday where she was there, I would just get up and play all day. And maybe I'll make something to eat and watch like an anime and for twenty minutes, and then get right back into it. You know, what do you what do you guys do? For me, I live in a studio apartment, so my gaming spot is my entire apartment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll just, uh, you know, I'll sprawl out on the floor, make sure to have some water or maybe something to eat nearby. And, uh, that's about it. Real simple. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I game either in my office or my living room, kind of like Trey was saying, like there's different spots where I go to play, but like when I played Zelda, what specifically when I played Breath of the Wild, I, uh, I really like set the mood for that game. So I'm kind of like, you know, I did, I did beat the game when I didn't mean to, and it, that was part of my own, my own self-disappointment. But uh, I actually had, like, I have the, the light bulbs where you can, like, change the color of the light. Oh, yeah, I forgot and about that. I had that. it set to, like, a hunter green or, you know, like a, a forest green. And I just really wanted to be immersed in that, like, that Zelda landscape. So when I went to Ganon, I'd, like, change it. Well, I was, like, in the going around, like, uh, yeah, Ganon's tower castle, whatever you call it in that game. Like, I had it more set to, like, a red light, so... I actually was like changing my ambient lighting a little bit, just trying to set the mood. And it was really nice. And when I sit in my living room and play, both my cats love it because they can sit to either side of me. <laughs> and when I'm in the office, they just fight for yeah. trying to get in my lap. And it's annoying. So Our new uh, my our, our new cat, Tanuki, he has a tendency to sit in front of the TV. Yeah. Like he's done that a few times where he'll just <laughs> – and he's a big cat. So like he – takes up a good i mean it's a 65 inch but he's a takes up a good he knows chunk of it and we were actually trying to watch anime the other day and he sat like right in front of the subtitles and i'm like Mm. okay now we gotta move you because we can't it's like lay down or because he'll like sit up and look at us like like he wants us to pay attention to him or something and yeah he was doing that and i was like dude you gotta move we can't read we can't read any of the dialogue on this you gotta you gotta get out of there or lay down so yeah it's nice to have cat friends on your and stuff like that. And I know like Jeremy, you probably have you have your you have your living room and you have like your your uh, office set up and all that as well. So depending yeah, on how luckily I have those options and we'll continue in the new place I'm moving into this fall. I'll yeah. have my own office there yeah. as well. It's it's important. It's definitely important for like, you know, living in moving in with your partner and all that that you guys both have your areas that you can Oh yeah, we have we're, separate we got a from and all that. place and yeah. we'll each have our own room yeah, yeah. on top of the bedroom. Yeah, so and and also like I know you've done like like you streamed like the end of Dino Crisis, so you've done stuff like that where you or you recorded it, you know, where you, where you play the end of it in certain areas. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for me, it all kind of depends. Like, I, I don't, I feel like I kind of screwed myself for like Skies of Arcadian Ease when I was like, I'm going to stream all of it. You know, I, now I only do parts of games, but that kind of decides where I, where I play at for that type of thing. And uh, our final part of the question here is in that vein, is there a particular game's ending that spoke to you? Or perhaps without spoilers, your current, current top three endings, Nintendo or otherwise? Most importantly, thank you guys for all you do. Stay safe and stay safe. Endings. Uh, I Final think, Fantasy VI. Yeah, <laughs> that was a wonderful ending. That was like what? It was like twenty minutes long on Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, and it had like some of the best. And graphics you learned everybody's last names. Yeah, and it had those cool animations and all that. That was yeah. a, that was an incredible ending. I, that, and was I, a, that was a fantastic ending, and of course, Chrono Trigger because of all the multiple endings. Sure, sure. And I was also thinking that maybe we could spin this out into a full-on Patreon episode, just about yeah. endings. Sounds like a good topic. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we could just say a couple of our favorites. But, yeah, we could do a whole episode about endings, like bad endings, like twist endings, like unexpected endings, soon endings, whatever. We could do a whole episode about that, which I think we will make this a bigger thing. But do you have a third one, or do you just want to stick with, like, two for now? Oh, for three. Uh, let's see, I said Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, they're very similar. I was tickled pink by the end of uh, Pitfall, the Mayan Adventure. I will say that. that was something that blew my <laughs> mind as a kid. When you like rescue your dad at the end of the of the game, and it's the original Pitfall Harry from the Atari, and he mm. just looks like a big block. Yeah, that was nice. pretty funny. That's something that sticks out to me is like an ending that kind of like surprised me and was awesome. Yeah, I never, I never did that. Well, I never, I played those a little bit. I thought they were kind of difficult, so I didn't get all the way through. One ending that springs to mind for me is, and one that I played, that I beat many a times and actually showed a lot of people was uh, the ending to Super Mario 64, because I was blown away by like the, that it's had, you know, full on voice recordings in it. And I remember playing that and just showing it to people because, you know, it has the ending where like it, you know, like it shows you all the different levels and it had a really great song to it. And I would just, I was so impressed by it. You know, or with like the cake and Mario talking and all that, that I really showed it to everyone. Like I showed it to my parents, showed it to my siblings, showed it to everyone. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like that was a ending that maybe not necessarily spoke to me, but it really impressed me just because that game in itself really blew me away for, um, you know, for, for the 64 at the time. That was like the first like full 3D game that I played. And I was like, whoa, you know. And I think another one that comes to mind is the ending of Super Metroid. Because that one blew me away because I did not expect it to go the way it goes. Uh, anybody who hasn't beat Super Metroid, I'm sorry, but it's a really old game. Uh, it's a, you should know by now. But Samus practically gets killed and then rescued by the Metroid that she was searching for through the whole game. And that really like blew me away. And plus you get like this super god weapon at the end of it to, to defeat the Mother Brain and yeah, that ending was incredible to me. Like, I just did not expect it, that it was going to go that way. And I did it in high school, so it was kind of like, whoa, like, I didn't think a game could be that good. And, of course, my third one I have to mention is uh, Majora's Mask, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Like, I love that game. That's still probably my favorite Zelda game of all time. And uh, the ending part, like, maybe not even the ending, but when you get to the moon and you and you know it's you're going to fight, like, the Skull Kid... And you like walk up to him and he's just a kid sitting under a tree. Like that part just like, ah, oh, that just meant so much to me because it's exactly not what you expect. And it's like so cool that you just 
Yeah, he's just a fucking kid sitting under a tree, and that's how you approach him before the boss. And then, it, you know, if you get all the masks, you get you get this extra ending and all that, and it felt so satisfying to me because of all the time I spent, like, getting all the different masks and all that. And, yeah, that was one that I guess spoke to me, like, what <laughs> that I really, really enjoyed. So, an ending that spoke to me uh, was on, on the Game Gear, Batman and <laughs> Robin for the Game Gear. Oh, wow, that's a random one. What happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had spent hours trying to beat this game. It was a very tough game. And I got to the end and I finally beat it. I was so proud of myself. And the end was a single screen of Robin saying, thanks for rescuing me. Thanks for rescuing me, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and that ending spoke to me and it said it was crap. Fuck you. <laughs> so that was it. I, I just made me, it crystallized to me what a bad ending in a game is. Yeah. And I, that's what I think of Every time I I see a bad ending in a game, I'm like, this it's like Batman and Robin. It's, it's just it's, it was such a cheat, you know, just a single screen and that's it, game yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. So, and the one that th- speaks to me in a good way, I'll go with Zelda as well. But I'm going to do Ocarina of Time just because I thought that game was so beautiful. It's, you know, it's cliche to say, but it is just one, probably my favorite Zelda game. Still, I don't know, I go back and forth between this and Breath of the Wild, but how it just goes back to Link and Zelda at the end as kids. After you've traveled through time, and then it goes to black and white and freeze frames on a black black and white photograph and says the end. Mm. Just beautiful. It was perfect. No, and then if you wait long enough, it plays your Scarecrow song. I hope you saw that or waited long enough for it. Did you know that? I'm sure I must have. I don't remember. Yeah, at the end, that was always what I remembered. It, it had its own like after credits. Like if you keep it going, the oh, game right, will right. the game will start playing the scarecrow song that you wrote. Which yeah, I and then was the, you know, cool the thing. camera zooms all over yeah. the land, and you see everybody celebrating. And yeah, that's kind of how yeah, Mario. It's just yeah. such an epic ending. It's kind of how Mario sixty four is. Also, do you have a third one? We'll save it for the Patreon. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. If you don't want to, there's actually one that I thought of when you, and I'm sure I mentioned it with the with the Batman and Robin one. But did you ever play the Tick on Super Nintendo? Yes, the game was terrible. It's awful. Well. You know, whenever you beat it, there's a, it shows like Arthur and the Tick, and it says "Game Over." And this is what it shows when you when you die. You know, when you get a game over. But also when you beat the game, it shows you the same thing, and it pissed me off so much because I went through the whole thing, and it's like probably the most tedious, boring ass beat 'em up game ever. Oh yes, That's and what like, I remember exactly. Yeah, and and I played through all of it, and I got to the end, and the ending is the same as the game over screen. That's basically what you get as game over. <laughs> so you could have beat the game just by dying. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was so pissed off that I was like, wait, wait, that's what you give me? I, I, I like, I was tortured myself to get through this awful game, and this, and I get this like game over that just is the same as losing your lives. Fuck you. Yeah, that's a. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. But yeah, speaking of a uh, Patreon episode, and thank you for the question, Ginzu. We appreciate it. And um, speaking of Patreon, if anybody you know wants to help us out in this time of need or whatever, you can go to patreon.com slash Podcast and you can hear our bonus episodes. We do a bonus episode every month. We will have one up there soon, hopefully for April. But there's one for every month. There's a couple bonus one on there as well. Plus, you'll get the whole feed of this show and the show that Jess and I do, Drunk Monday, will all be on one feed. And they'll also be posted earlier and a higher bit rate than the other ones and you know of course you can contact to us through there and comment on the episodes and stuff like that i have some ideas for a second patreon show depending on if we reach a certain amount of patrons by then you can look at the website and it should have a it should have a goal up there a stretch goal up there for us if you're interested in that um you know you can do that plus you know you can get 
there's extra stuff for giving higher levels. You can get perler beads and uh, and uh, cross stitching and stuff like that if you want physical gifts from us. You can check that out. Uh, also, you know, you can check us out at twitch.tv slash podcast. We're almost at 100 followers, so if you follow us on there, we're at 95 right now, so we're close. Or, or youtube.com slash podcast. We have over 200 followers on there, so that's pretty cool. And uh, also Twitter, Nintendo underscore domain and uh, JMAC stack. We both have about, what, like almost 400 followers between the two of us, so can yeah. follow us on there as well. But yeah, this has been our episode, and uh, yeah, we have been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. John Litter. And of course, we will be back next week to bring you more Nintendo news. So thank you everyone for listening to us, and we'll see you then. See you.